1: with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are
2: sold.
0: Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Hump Day. Yes, it's Hump Day. A beautiful, beautiful day,
3: also made more beautiful by the fact that it is September 1st and the weather is positively gloomy. It is so stunning to behold. You
0: know what it is? It's a great day to make a chili.
3: It is a great day to make a chili. Interesting. Now I need to replan my whole day. I'm thinking I'm going to make a chili. Okay, I mean you are you talk a big chili talk. I just you have to do. say,
0: when I say I'm making a chili, it means I'm getting the ingredients for Ben to make a chili. Th-
3: that works. A chili is a chili, doesn't matter who made it.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. We have an amazing show for you guys today because here's what's gonna happen. First of all, yesterday we podcasted all day
3: all day long almost five hours of podcasting we
0: got your toast yesterday and then we went to meet michael and lauren bostick of the skinny confidential his and her podcast and we recorded their podcast which will be out soon and they were on our podcast which is going to be at the end of today's episode and i'm just so excited for you guys to hear like honestly i was thinking about lauren all day
3: me too I could... We talked to them for so long, but I could have talked to them forever. I think they're so interesting. They're such a fabulous couple. She's just, like,
0: has so much knowledge and information. And she just seems like this person. Maybe... I don't know if that's true, but she has this confidence that, like, she has her fucking life together. And, like, every time... I I remember feeling this way like the last time we podcasted together. I just feel like I'm so jealous of like this assuredness you have like in your life. Yeah, I feel that. And I was just like, you know where you're going. Yeah, and she's going places. She's going back to Austin. Both of them are. Oh my God, yeah. It was a really good episode. Uh, We talked about just like literally everything. So that'll be at the end of today's episode, which I'm really excited about.
3: Yes, and then of course we have the Fast Five stories. I believe they'll be extremely fast today.
0: And then there was the abomination atrocity the disgrace that was the real housewives of new york season finale where i could not tell you one thing that happened i couldn't even recite back to you that's how forgettable it was okay
3: i will do my best to remind you but it was so bad i can't believe that was a season finale probably the worst season finale we've ever seen next week isn't even reunion it's like unseen crapola from because this season that was so shitty it didn't make this shitty season but it's making its own
0: episode because they literally filmed the reunion last week it's not ready yet like and if they torture us with more than one part let's just kill this horse okay
3: they're gonna do at least two parts you know the
0: thing. what's are. the they shoot dead horses don't they like Leave it alone, let bygones be bygones, and let's just put this absolute atrocity to bed and forget it. Like, let's forget it. It was so,
3: so crazy. It took me forever to watch it. I was just, like, on my phone doing I was nothing. just doing
0: a million other things. Anything. Laundry.
3: Anything. Hang with Brew. Yeah. Brew almost came today.
0: The rain. That's why Theo didn't come.
3: No, it's just, like, then I gotta pick him up, and, you know, it's a little stressful as opposed to just being on autopilot when I come in. I know. Now so, you understand me. I do, but I... I miss that man. I miss him too. He's an amazing man. An amazing man.
0: (laughs) We also spent yesterday recording more podcasts. We recorded a Patreon episode, our final one for August. Um, and we did an entire book episode, so not only did we go through all the books we've read this year, rate them, talk about them, try not to give too many spoilers, but then we also did a Q&A just about our reading habits, our favorite books. It ended up being really fun, and I think it was like one of the longest Patreon episodes. It was like way over an hour. Yeah. And we just got carried away with the literature.
3: That's what happens when you talk about books. This is what I've been saying. Like, if you meet someone at a party and you guys both read, and like you like the- Colleen Hoover... You can talk forever.
0: You know, let's talk about that. Because I kind of wanted to talk about this in the podcast, but we ran out of time. When you talk to someone about books, like, at least for me, like... I put my best foot forward. No, no, that's, well, of course. I'm not,
3: like, saying Colleen Hoover.
0: Oh, I am. Um, But what I was going to say was, like... I find the part of the conversation, like, where I recommend books and talk about the books that I love to be really interesting. But, like, hearing other people be like, you should read this book. I'm like, okay. Like, it's just, it's not that interesting. Unless you then get to the point where you both read the same book. Then that's, like, a funny, you know, interesting conversation. I guess so. I understand. If you're just swapping recommendations back and forth, I'm like, yeah, cool, yeah, try this one. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Obviously, you're more passionate about the books that you've read. But if you are talking to like a reader who you actually think you have similar taste as like it could be good to get a recommendation from them that's how you discover great books like the best books I've gotten are recommendations from people well being like I think you would like this I get
0: all my recommendations from you so
3: right and they're all great and you love every book that you've read
0: and I love all my new toys like this one the Love Island water bottle that I'm drinking Lemon LaCroix out of mmm
3: you like your water bottle
0: I do. It's so
3: cool. I wish I got one for myself. Yeah,
0: why didn't you? I
3: don't know. I was just, like, I wasn't even thinking about me. Ugh, what you're is, so selfless. Who cares what I need? Everyone. You need to hydrate. Everyone is worried about <laughs> you. Everyone. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, other So, new Patreon episode is up all about books. And speaking of books, we're recording the Redheads tonight. Oh, my God. This is, like, my seventh podcast of the week coming it's, up. Yeah. And it's Wednesday. And we didn't do a show Monday. Um... <laughs> So, if you read We Are the Brennans, submit your questions to the Redheads Book Club at gmail.com. And if you haven't read it and you like to read or you're curious, definitely read this one. It was really good. But again, I spoke to
0: the snatcher last night. She said she, like, literally... And I don't know if she was, like, selling it extra hard because it was her selection. She was like, it was the best book I've ever fucking
3: read. That sounds like the snatcher.
0: Yeah. Like, promoting her own shit.
3: Yeah, no. She gets, like, really... When it's someone else's book, she has no time for it.
0: Yeah, that's She's so sweet. counselor. She's so
3: counselor. And when it's her book... Oh my god, it was amazing. Like,
0: literally, like, Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah,
3: because, like, because what happened, like, the fact that before We Were Strangers was a snitch's pig and it's the most popular book, like, she just rides this high. It's been, like, a year and a half. Yeah,
0: I did read that one. It was really good. Yeah, so
3: I'm excited for the redheads. See the girls, you know, get back together. See what everyone thought. It's never too late to become a redhead. It's such a fabulous community, and... One in which I think you all should be joining.
0: And obviously a community of really kind of well-read, obviously, smart you know, readers with taste because they did vote Girl With No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster, the second best Redheads book that they read last year. So, I mean, I was expecting to come in last, I'm not going to lie. So I'm not even mad at Renee.
3: Yeah, and you read that book and you loved it. Loved. It was so so good.
0: My book was definitely not better than hers. (laughs) My book is really good and it's available on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, all the places, international Canada. Yeah, that's right, Canada. Eat some poutine while you read my book. Is that Canada?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poutine.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else? What's going
3: on? That's it for me. Really, just busy day, and then watched Roni. So I'm
0: excited to chat about everything. Everything. I listened to more of Donda today.
3: Mm-hmm. Then it was
0: a song Twenty Four banger. You heard it here first. Okay. Get. I'm thinking radio play.
3: Okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. I didn't listen to Donda this morning. I just listened to my liked songs, and it was. Quite enjoyable.
0: I mean, I don't know if this is... I, I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast yet. Do tell me if I have. But I've recently discovered... Not discovered, but just realized, someone pointed it out, that I am... a. a very big creature of habit. Have I told you this story?
3: No, I don't think so.
0: Because like I, whenever I'm eating dinner alone, I always FaceTime my friend Abe. So I like have some company and he's like, what are you eating? And I'm always eating the same thing. He's like, you're really a creature of habit. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I am. Like I refuse. If I find one thing I like, even if there's something better out there, like I will stick with the one thing that I like. And now that I know this about myself, I've just become like more aware of it. Where was I going with the story? I
3: don't know. Donda?
0: yes thank you so when it comes to listening to new music I actually like have a really hard time I'm like I would much rather listen to a song from 35 years ago yeah than even I have not been able to listen to Ben Platt yet like it takes a lot for me unless it's obviously like Taylor Swift or like but just like new music that I know I would like no I think I'll listen to this old Ben Platt album 45 more times no I agree especially I feel like
3: when I was younger, maybe when I was just like in a different environment, like working and stuff, it was like fun to listen to new albums as I sat at my desk. Yes. Like, but now it's like, I only have so much time with music. I want to spend it on the songs that I know that I love.
0: And the ones that like bring me joy. Like, I don't know if an unknown song is going to bring me joy. Yeah. I
3: listened to like half the Ben Platt album, one song s- songs stuck out to me the others just like weren't it wasn't like the last album like you don't have to worry about you know having an emotional breakdown well
0: I listened to it in full while I was reading a book and like it all just like flew by and I didn't even notice the what was just on. like a reverie it was so like a reverie like a reverie what's the Adele song River Lee River Lee the River Lee um okay well then I think we should just dive in because you know like we are girls who know what they want
3: yeah I think we should dive in we can't avoid these stories any longer trust
0: us We've tried. We tried.
3: So without further ado.
0: Dot do. Dot Dot
3: It's time for the five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs>
0: Oh, my turn? Your turn. Today's episode is brought to you by The Pill Club. If you're on birth control, remembering to take your pill is already enough work. Forget going to the doctor in person to get your prescription and picking it up from the pharmacy. The Pill Club wants to help take the work out of taking care of yourself. The Pill Club is a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door. They carry over 120 FDA-approved brands at The Pill Club, and most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $9 a month without insurance. The Pill Club offers... Uh, delivery birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging. And what's more is that their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best reproductive health care. So skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy and join the pill club. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com toast, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Morning Toast listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. So that's thepillclub.com toast to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Reminder, it's at thepillclub.com toast. Use that link if you want to make sure the donation is sent. Thank you. That's just like a genius product, like why? Yeah. Why hasn't that been? Well, now we know. Now we know.
3: First story, Vanderpump Rules' moms reunite with all their babies. So you see this picture? I did. The Vanderpump Rules stars and new moms, Lala Ken, Brittany Cartwright, Sashi Schroeder, and Sheena Shea gathered together with their babies for the first time for a mom's day out. It's seriously so crazy. I know. Like One, it's crazy that this is the first time we're seeing all the Vanderbabies together.
0: I feel like they've been together, but without China. Yeah, but
3: then it's just so crazy how all of this happened at the same time. And it's so crazy, like we're not going to see any of it. And we
0: didn't see any of it.
3: Yeah, but like wh- looking at this picture, I was just like, where are the cameras?
0: No, looking at this picture, I'm like, yeah, that's so cute. Like, oh, if only they had a reality show. Oh, wait, they did. And not only did they not film during COVID, half of these people are fired. Right, Exactly.
3: But like the kids look like the exact same age. They're yeah. all so they cute. They really
0: are all the exact same age. Yeah.
3: And um, all of them are girls except for Brittany and Jax's son. So he has like Later. all these.
0: That's so Jax. That's so Jax. Where like his son <laughs> is going to be like, the,
3: like oh, the number one guy in the group. He's officially the number one guy
0: in the group. We spoke about this with Lauren and Michael on. I don't know if it was our podcast or theirs because it was so many podcasting hours. Oh yeah, blended we can't tell you what we
3: spoke about on ours because we can't differentiate it from what we spoke on theirs. I
0: want to. I actually believe it was theirs. Um, you no, know I think it was ours. About Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yeah, like she was like so jazzed about the new season, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm so nervous. Like, and I still am. Like, she did not convince me.
3: I'm feeling jazz about the new season. I don't know. Now it's been so much time that I actually, like, miss it. And I've watched so much bad reality TV that I'm like, where's the good stuff? Oh, that
0: was Vanderpump Rules. I know. But, like, now I feel like we're at this place with Vanderpump Rules where the people who are OGs, like Tom, Katie, Tom, Ariana, Sheena, like, they are not going to be acting wild. They all have so much to lose. Half of them are parents. Like, it's just not, they're not going to be acting wild. So then you bring in, like, these young people who are just so thirsty that, like, Mm -hmm. they're fake, you know, Danica, you know, throwing a, like it's just so contrived. There's no middle ground. That's like that's the beauty and the curse of a show like Vanderpump Rules. Like at the beginning they had nothing to fucking lose. They were all just like hungry for fame and they just turned it around. Now it's like they're all celebrities. They have homes to pay for, mortgages, children, They're not going to be acting crazy. And then people like Charlie and Danica come in and see like, oh, look, I could have a big house like Stassi. So let me be crazy. And it's just not authentic. Yes, I So I don't know where we go from here, for real.
3: I know, but I feel like I look forward to watching them try. Okay. Because at least it's something new and interesting. And I'm just so tired of the crap we've been watching because I'm just
0: having PTSD from last night's episode of Roni. So am I, but like, I just don't think we should be like grouping all these shows together no, because here. we just came off of love island which was a fabulous reality show okay
3: love island Beverly Hills is
0: 10 out of 10 Beverly Hills is 10 out of 10 but
3: then we also watch Potomac is so good too hot to handle not great garbage not great absolute garbage not great I don't know what else I watch but I just feel like reality tv like it's not doing what it used to do for me
0: maybe that's you
3: it's definitely me but it's also the tv it's both, for sure, yes, but it's not I, as bad can, as you're making it seem. I can seem. recognize that it's me because, like, I'm maturing and evolving and, like, I just want more.
0: Isn't that crazy, though? Because, like, Real Housewives, like, used to be a show, like, for, like, older women. hmm But now it's, like, not even good. No. I, it's me and it's the shows. Like, everyone
3: can agree that these shows are just not. And if it wasn't for, like, Erica Girardi's Case. scandal of the year, like, Beverly Hills would be Let me boring. ask you a
0: question. Hmm. Let me remember the question. Hold on. Okay.
3: Take your time.
0: Could you go back to what you were saying? I've changed. The shows have changed. Girardi is when I was like... Hmm. Yes, okay. So do you remember, like, most recent season of Orange County was so atrocious, and obviously they went in and, like, Heather's back, and they have all these new girls. How do you rate that really bad, like, low point, rock bottom of OC for what we just witnessed on New York? Because I think New York, like, if OC was, like, a 2 out of 10, New York was a negative 6,000. Yeah. Like, now I'm like, what, OC wasn't even bad. Yeah. There no, was something was, going on. OC was
3: really, really bad, but because of, like, the COVID interruptions, like, the way that they had to film. But,
0: like, Broadwin was cat, being crazy. Like, yeah, there was like something. Elizabeth
3: Vargas was, like, sharing her life story. There was something there. I agree. There I, was nothing there no, last night. There was nothing there last night. Okay, we'll get to it. We're moving on. I can't talk about, like, just the decline of reality television. I find it too depressing. Oh, that's crazy. Next up, Mike Richards has been fired as the Jeopardy executive <gasps> producer You're lying. after the host debacle. Yes, Richards, who was briefly appointed replacement host for the late Alex Trebek, has been officially disqualified as the EP for both that longtime game show and Wheel of Fortune. He had stepped down from the coveted hosting gig last week amid public outrage and resurfaced sexist comments. However, he was expected to remain at the helm behind the scenes while multiple guest hosts cycled through on screen. Show insiders confirmed on Tuesday that Richards was also relieved of his executive producer duties.
0: Okay, so I feel like there's two things at play here. One, like, I feel like part of the reason why, I, no, I would say the reason he got fired from the hosting job. Is because of the comments that resurfaced on the podcast. And then I would say the reason he probably got fired from his producing job is because there was many allegations that he had, like, a hostile work environment and he was, like, borderline abusive. So for me, like, that actually makes sense. Like, I really don't believe in, like, firing people because they said something on a podcast eight years ago. Like, that's just even... And by the way, I know... I haven't seen the comments, but I know that they were deemed anti-Semitic and misogynistic, both of which apply to me. And I still just don't think people who should... Who said something eight years ago should be fired like i really don't but if you actually are actively in real present time like making it a hostile work environment like you shouldn't be a producer yeah or director whatever his job was
3: yeah if that's what's happening then right. yes i agree the statement said i'm writing to let you know that mike will no longer be serving as ep of will of fortune and jeopardy effective immediately we had hoped that when mike stepped down from the host position at jeopardy it would have minimized the disruption and internal difficulties we have all experienced these last few weeks that clearly has not happened there's no mention of a hostile work environment that he created. Oh, I saw that, like, on social media. I, I saw something of that vein, too, but there's no mention of stuff like that. So, to me, this just feels like...
0: People were still mad that he people worked. People were still
3: mad. Which and is that so lame. It wasn't enough that he lost the, the job, that he needed to lose his job too.
0: So, he went from, you know, having the job that a million girls wanted uh-huh. to literally being unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I just feel like he's one of those guys who people just don't like.
3: Mm, Yeah, that was the vibe I got from that article that I read.
0: Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah, that's why it's in my head. Um, Damn, not a good week for Mike Richards.
3: No, but just crazy.
0: And in relation to Kyle and Kim? I don't know. You should ask him. Yeah.
3: Okay, next story. Kourtney Kardashian shares a Bible verse amid Scott Disick, Travis Barker drama.
0: Next story brought to you by Chirp. Sure. What a weird coincidence. Chirp is a brand dedicated to helping the world feel good so they can do more of the stuff that they love. In other words, they're all about feel good, do more. To do this, Chirp creates simple, innovative, and effective pain relief and prevention solutions. They started with a revolutionary wheel for back pain, but they're just getting started. And if you've experienced back pain, you have got to experience the Chirp. That is something that happened to me during COVID. I experienced back pain for the first time at the young age of 26, and Chirp just came in and really saved the day. They're all about helping people feel good and do more, and back pain can prevent millions of people from feeling their best, and when they don't feel their best, they're limited to what they can do. Chirp can help fix that with their patent-pending spinal canal and the three different pressure options to choose from. Chirp will help your back feel better so you can be back to doing what you love in no time. They offer three different pressure sizes, gentle, medium, and deep, so know your limits. Mine is gentle, bends is deep. And they have a spinal canal to comfort to your spine as well as the wheel to give your back four unique ways to stretch each wheel can, wheel can hold up to 500 pounds and they can be nestled together for easy travel to take with you wherever you go so if you want 10 off their entire site use promo code toast gochirp.com is the website g-o chirp c-h-i-r-p gochirp.com promo code toast for 10 off site wide Great. thank you i'm sorry i just had to get that off my jaws
3: okay I'm, I'm happy for you <sighs> i feel better Courtney is turning to the Bible after Scott allegedly told another one of her ex-boyfriends that her PDA with Travis Barker was too much. So she tweeted on Tuesday, the only thing that could possibly, the only thing she posted that could possibly be in reference to this. She tweeted, quote, John fifteen seven: if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask anything you wish and it will be done for you.
0: See, I do, like, I was inclined to think that Bible verses obviously going to be related to this whole drama, but I'm not really seeing this particular chapter, how it's applicable. Me neither. Like basically she's saying because she believes in God, like God is going to what? Like take care of Eunice and Scott. Like, I don't know.
3: I don't know. I'm not familiar with the story of John though. So maybe the new Testament. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not, maybe I'll miss it. It's possible that it has nothing to do with Eunice. She might've been a little more direct.
0: No, totally. And, and like, she
3: should really like post like those Chloe quotes that like give us more.
0: Chloe in her quotes, (laughs) Chloe is low-key, like, so chuggy. No, it's not. She doesn't even try to hide it. Remember when her Instagram bio for, like, 15 years was, I crave a love so So deep the the ocean ocean would be be jealous? jealous. Yeah. Which is, like, so something, like, Sheena Shea, like, has posted and, like, has tattooed on her arm. Has a tattoo, yeah. Yeah, so I don't really see this Bible verse, but I did then also see, like, Amelia Gray posted an Instagram, and her caption was dot, 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 and now back to work which was um, when Eunice did a follow-up Instagram story yesterday to the original DM, just being like, I'm tired of being the nice guy, la la la, and now back to work. Now, it is a common phrase, but Amelia's so, like... Okay, I saw that they two
3: said, both of them said back to work, and I think they have nothing to do with each other, personally. I think it's that common of a phrase. Also, we didn't even think about yesterday how, like, Amelia should be offended by the whole situation that, like, Scott is out. Still thinking. S- still thinking, like, still plotting and worrying about his Totally. Ex.
0: That's actually a really good point that we totally glazed over. So, like,
3: now I'm feeling like, you know, they had a bad day yesterday.
0: Fight. You know, trouble in paradise. <laughs> they had a fight yesterday, for sure. No, I feel like their relationship is so unequal. Like, she's not allowed to raise concerns. I <laughs> totally... You know what I mean? Like, you don't like it? Leave. Hundred percent. Like she, a million teenage girls would kill for to this be job. Where you and are. like you have it, so you're not allowed to complain. Yeah, that's like really how I feel. Like the conversations go in their house. Yeah, it's so that's so, so. I bad. take back what I said. I'm sure it was just a regular day in the disick gray <laughs> household. <laughs> It's so wrong. It's so wrong. Whatever. I'm like happy Courtney's living her best life. Like, Venice Altamora. Yeah. And she, like, had some delicious pasta
3: last night. I been. I guess, like, everyone's in Italy right now.
0: Yeah. For and, Venice Altamora.
3: True. And they're all posting their pastas. And I'm feeling influenced to have, like, a delicious pasta. Also, we were talking about Scalina with
0: the oh, yesterday Oh yeah, they went because you know she posted on her instagram she said it's blake lively's favorite restaurant i didn't know that it's my favorite restaurant
3: it's so fucking good but then like she posted her pot let's go for lunch
0: <gasps> yes okay
3: cool we'll patreon
0: oh we'll yes vlog, we'll vlog it do you think they're open for lunch it's also sonia morgan's favorite restaurant she said like a quick google yeah she said that like she lives nearby and it's like the best date night restaurant it's so good. They cook your pasta for you, like right by the table. It opens at noon. Oh my god! And by the way, it'll be empty for lunch. You have the best penne vodka. Oh my god! I can't wait. Do they do delivery? No,
3: they do DiGiorno. now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good one. No, I just feel like I've been in such a rut recently. Like all I order is Japanese or Chinese, the same two places. Uh-huh. And like a couple, maybe two weeks ago, I was home alone, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself. And I did take out Mr. Chow. And I had it for lunch the next day. It was such a treat. It was a million dollars. But it was a treat. You know, not all the time. But I got to find some new places. And if Scalina Tella delivered, like, I would be finished.
3: Okay. We'll, we'll find out when we go for lunch. We'll ask. Oh, man,
0: I'm so excited.
3: Okay. Ready for our next story? Yeah. Some more backlash news. Ugh. You know, these people, I can't. It's getting crazier and crazier. No. Like. just wait for, Just okay. wait for this one. Sarah Paulson reveals she regrets wearing a fat suit for the Linda Tripp role in impeachment American crime story after backlash. Sarah Paulson is responding to the criticism surrounding her decision to play the role of Linda Tripp in the upcoming series Impeachment, which revolves around the Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky scandal. In order to transform into Linda Tripp, the acclaimed actress gained 30 pounds, wore a nearly five pound fat suit. Wow. Five pounds.
0: Five pounds
3: prosthetic teeth no like it weighed five pounds on her Uh Oh, prosthetic teeth prosthetic nose and a wig to emulate trip's signature 90s style helmet of blonde hair critics believe by taking the role paulson prevented a worthy actor with trip's larger body shape from getting the role in what will be the third season of american crime story hitting um and in an interview with the la times she didn't shy away from the controversy admitting that she understands the criticism about the padded suit she said, it's very hard for me to talk about this without feeling like I'm making excuses. There's a lot of controversy around actors in fat suits, and I think that controversy is a legitimate one.
0: I don't, and I'm a fat person, so I feel like my opinion on this is more important than Sarah Paulson's. If Sarah Paul, if I am playing, okay, here's a perfect example. i just been cast in a movie, Jackie. Isn't that exciting? So exciting. I'm playing Kate Moss. They just said I need to lose a little bit of weight just to be accurate, seeing as how I'm going to be acting as her. Right. Is that great news? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You have to look like the person. Right. It's it's not no, like it's a it, fictional story.
3: It's really crazy. Also then, okay, so say she was of, you know, the um the same body shape as Linda Tripp, but now she's wearing prosthetic teeth.
0: Maybe the role should have gone to an actress with Linda's teeth. No, honestly, I have heard that the people from the, you know, why like the – The yellow teeth community are very upset. And I've also heard that the people with, you know, the very slim nose community are upset that she wore a prosthetic. Yeah. It's disgusting. And they should have let someone with a slim nose have the role. Yeah.
3: No, and she also had to wear a wig. So it should have been someone with the existing haircut. You're kidding. Because they took away from a worthy actor with that haircut. A wig? A wig.
0: I'm done. (laughs) No, this, this is, is so you guys. absurd. I hate the world that it's we live gone in. Too far. It's gone too far. I think conversations about like when people are cast, you know, there's finally like a gay role on Disney and they don't give it to like a gay kid, like, I understand that. Like, let the gay kid have the role. I really do. But this, like, for real. Or like, even when Jared Leto in that movie, he played someone transgender, like, there's no roles for transgender people. Let someone transgender play the role. I understand all of that but this weight it fluctuates so you can be fat you can be skinny it's so stupid people lose weight for roles all the time they gain weight so what they use a little special effects uh, and, and by the way i'm allowed to say this i'm fat so i just want to say don't fucking come for me like
3: oh so you're just allowed to have an opinion
0: yeah that's true too yeah thanks for reminding me
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to forget you no
0: know, like would I, do i think i should have had this role yes Yes. yes.
3: Am I? A, no. Then, but you're too young, and then the role should have gone to a ageist. worthy actor of Linda's age. No, you know the role should have gone to, to Linda. Linda.
0: <laughs> yes, that's what I was gonna say. Like, honestly, where is Linda?
3: Linda should be playing Linda, Linda because no one else is Linda.
0: And the fact that Linda didn't time travel back in time to look like her, what, what was she like, forty years old at the time? It's disgusting. Yeah. This is so stupid. I
3: literally, like, How they hate... really made her look like her, though. Let me see. Like, okay, so that's Linda Tripp on the right. Okay. And oh. then that's Sarah Paulson as Linda Tripp. Oh, she wearing a fat suit. Who cares? Yeah. I didn't know that fat suits were um, offensive yet. I didn't no, know but that.
0: Honestly, like, if this was me and I was Linda Tripp, like, I would just be annoyed that, like... They're talking about you her You guys weight. think i fat? Like... <laughs> Wait, she's has to wear a fat suit? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, that's... Like, that. the only person who has the right to be offended is Linda Tripp being like, no, no, like, you... I'm not fat. And now everyone's talking about it. No, that's... You know what? We should really all just shut the fuck up just for Linda's sake. Yeah. If this was me, like, in my biopic and, like, They're like you had to wear a fat How, to... how big was the fat suit? So right. So she had to gain... How much did she weigh? <laughs> Wait, so she had to gain 30 pounds. <laughs> like, that but, would so, be... But, like, yeah. That is fucking rude and embarrassing. So leave Linda alone. Also, who's Linda in the story? Linda
3: is, like, the woman who was... um. Beanie's, like, confidant, who Beanie was, like, telling everything. Got it. Who Monica was telling everything about her relationship with the president. And Linda was recording it.
0: I just have to say, I'm so excited about this show. Like, mm-hmm. it looks so good.
3: I just saw a review, a headline that wasn't positive. Really? So that means it's probably good. <laughs>
0: totally. Yeah. But also, just in terms of, like, this story that we're talking about, I feel like, and this is how I felt about the OJ show, too. Ryan Murphy is known, at the end of the show for O.J. Simpson, and they did side-by-sides of, you know, the actors who played the actual real person, I was floored. Like, everyone did such a good job of looking and acting exactly like the person that they were playing, and I feel like that's one of the best parts of a Ryan Murphy show. So, like, okay, if he thought Sarah Paulson was the best person for the role, should she have not gotten it because she's not fat? Like, we're just trying to make a movie here, you know? Or a yeah. TV show, whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it ain't that serious. Yeah. But, like, I understand Sarah Paulson, like, she doesn't want to be upsetting the fat community. But, Sarah, like, we're fine.
3: Okay, good. I'm glad you
0: let her know that. It takes a lot to offend the fat community because, like, we've been bullied our whole lives. They're like, nothing can hurt us. Sticks and stones. I am rubber. You are glue. Are
3: you ready for our fifth and final story, which is just, like, a bit of nonsense because all the stories are nonsense. Is it? Yeah. This is the only thing that can make the final story better because it's...
0: The, the final story.
3: story. <s abgenecessary content noise> <murders> okay. <specialamos> Sorry, wait, this thing sucks. Okay, and you're you were so off, Jeez. off.
0: You're like literally the guy from Step Brothers, yeah, no, because, but that's how bad it was, dude. It's the final <turbulentobyl> story. <plays> <laughs> <gasps>
3: Story is not worthy of that song. Oh
0: no! What's the story?
3: A Selling sunset stars. So I think we're gonna
0: say something about Sully. I
3: fucking wish that would be worthy. They have
0: Heather Ray's engagement party.
3: Her bridal shower, yeah. and all the stars turned out. I don't see Christine there. No, not
0: everyone was there.
3: Who wasn't there, other than Christine? Danica. Isn't that Danica on the right? Let me see. Yeah, Davina. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's Davina. It says it Oh the my caption. God,
0: Davina was and there. Was Maya. Right. Who's this girl? That must be a new girl. Chrishell. Oh, Amanza. Mary. <laughs> Who's the girl on the left? Emma Hernan and Tina. Oh, Tina. Do we know a Tina? I'm I don't sure. know. So I guess these are the two new girls. Tina Louise and, my, and um, Emma Hernan. So, um... I'd say this group of women is like the most best dressed, like... I know, that's... When I saw this picture, I was like...
3: Th- they are so, like, setting in best dress, and it's like... I'm sure it's like n- nice to have friends who show up and show out for you, but, like, this could be anyone's bridal shower here.
0: Yeah, except, like, Heather's the only one wearing white. Yeah. But I agree, like, they updid her for sure. Because she no, looks so cute. But
3: just because, like, everyone looks amazing.
0: I'm really jazzed really? about...
3: Davina looks really
0: incredible. And she's in the worst spot in the photo. She's, like, all the way at the end in the yeah. foreground. yeah. I'm really excited for the new season of Selling Sunset. I just hope that it's like I feel like so much happens on Instagram and in the press with the Selling Sunset people because they're so famous. And then like if we're watching a show, it's been so long since they filmed. If I'm watching something that happened like over a year ago, like, no, I want to see Jason and Crishelle pretend to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Like that's yeah. what I'm interested in. So if we're not getting that and we have to wait till like next season and then they're both already like remarried to new people, yeah. I'll be annoyed. Yeah. Netflix does need to get better with that, with their turnaround time.
3: I agree. I hope it I hope it happens soon. Um <laughs> But and in- now that I
0: know that people, like, you can do Love Island, there's no reason, like, tr- uh, reality shows shouldn't have one week turnaround times. I agree. And the Kardashians should have been doing that or, forever. Even like a month. Yeah. Like, we were getting two days, like, literally 36 hours later, we were getting episodes from Love Island.
3: Yeah. It's really so crazy.
0: It is so crazy.
3: So, anyway, she celebrated a fig and olive, also sounds delicious on Sunday um, for in her LA. bridal shower, just a few more in Newport Beach, just a few more months until she ties the knot to Tariq. <sighs>
0: Honestly, like they will be insufferable, like during their wedding and all the pictures. I know, and, and
3: I feel like this bridal shower is like the kickoff for like the next month of them or a few months of them
0: like thirsting out. And I feel like, you know, there's so many festivities you could have with a wedding. There's engagement party, bridal shower, bachelor party, bachelorette party. Not everyone does all of them. I didn't have an engagement party. Heather will not let one event go by unless. No, no, She's going to go into every culture. Us Weekly
3: will be at every single one of them. Like, yeah, she's going to find events aplenty. She's going to convert
0: to Judaism so she could have like a... A tish. Yeah, a tish, a, a, a tish <laughs> and a medecan and a henna. Like, she's just going to have a million parties before she actually gets married. And you know what? I feel like Christine Quinn was... With Literally the cupcakes. on point in her criticism of Ta- of Tarek and Heather just being like, it's like always something with their publicist, like fake paparazzi and like a million, our cupcake recipe. Like she was a hundred percent right. Like that's exactly who Heather is. A hundred percent. And it's boring. I agree. And like Christine is too busy, like being fabulous, pushing her child around in a Louis Vuitton stroller to have to time for these events. Yeah. I just hope like it's, you know, I feel like whenever we take sides in like, you know, reality TV shows, like we're always on the losing side. Like, why is Christine the only girl not there?
3: I don't know. Maybe she wasn't invited. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe she just didn't go. But I hope she doesn't like... Isolate I hope her herself. Taste for, for, for the ladies doesn't like just wind up her becoming irrelevant on the show.
0: Right. But she could never be irrelevant. No, she's so, literally the most interesting to look at. Yeah. And yeah. now she has this whole new life with this man and their baby and their house. Like, I just want to know more. Mm-hmm. And like I just like love that she settled down like so fast. It's the craziest. With you know like not like you know she's not like Heather like going out for like the most famous like a simple guy, who obviously loves her. And I just I think we could all learn a lot from Christine Quinn. For a number of
3: reasons, we could.
0: Yeah. Well, from one really good reality show to a terrible one. This is going to be our TV recap segment where we recap for this hopefully second to last time. But I feel like it'll be a two part reunion. The Real Housewives of New York last night was the season finale. Thank God. And the TV recap is brought to you by Cove. No two migraines are alike. And if you experience migraines, you know. The doctors at Cove know this too. And they only treat migraines. And Cove is the leading online migraine clinic. It specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of a migraine, all from the comfort of your own home. With one specialist per 80,000 migraine sufferers in the U.S., Cove makes quality care accessible and affordable. Go to... With Cove.com and complete an online consultation designed by leading neurologists, it's as thorough thorough as an in-person doctor visit. Then a licensed doctor will review your migraine history and recommend a treatment plan specifically for your needs. What's more is your prescriptions will be delivered right to your door. There's no waiting for a doctor's appointment, no pharmacy lines, just specialized care to help you control your migraine. What's even better is that Cove is super affordable. Their doctor's fees and prescriptions are uh, as little or less than most insurance co-pays. Prescriptions start at just $10 a month, and with Cove, you can have more migraine-free days. Go to withcove.com toast for 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping. That's 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping with... With dot com slash toast toast, that's spelled W I T H C O V E dot com slash toast. With dot com slash toast for the ten fifty percent off and free two day shipping. That's a really good deal. Slash toast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? It had
3: to be done. Really? You do it
0: to me every day. Of course, but like literally like that's an ad like we have to respect the ads
3: then it's an it's unbalanced because you're always reading ads so then I can never come for you and I usually don't
0: no but I literally talk like all the time you can make fun of me whenever you want except the ads
3: no but usually the talking making fun of is from the reading the assigned reading material
0: oh I guess that's true yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) for sure okay fine that's fair okay um I'll allow it (laughs) um I have to blow my nose. Will you just tell everyone what happened on the Real Housewives in New York? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm literally still struggling with the altitude because She's I've, got, got, that that altitude. Altitude. I've got, got that altitude. I've got that altitude. So I'm sorry. There's Mika's coming down my nose. Just
3: okay. Give me a minute. We kicked off the last, final, and worst episode of Roni with Pin the Tail on the Dubin and Harry Dubin calls, and everyone's like being so, em- em- everyone's being so embarrassing. I would say um can you guys can you hear her nice okay good so you have to hear what I have to hear um so it was just like really beyond stupid and nothing to say there then the rest of the episode is about how they're gonna oh they went to a Greek restaurant and they smashed plates and they talked about what they were letting go of and they've all been saying the same things that they're gonna let go of for the last 50 years right and Sonia's letting go of asset management and Ooh. Leah's in love with her ex who knew
0: Plot twist. Plot twist. That was weird. I feel like she was... And she wasn't drunk, actually, because she's sober. Like, what? where the fuck did that come
3: from? I don't know. I mean, I guess we never asked her if, well, how she felt about him, but I guess, like, he, she wanted more from him.
0: And I guess he, like, disappointed her in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I guess
3: she's kind of resigned herself to being just a co-parent, co-parent. until her daughter's old enough to, like, you know, be yeah. on her own, which is really sweet. But I guess it, it, you know, every once in a while, like she said, it gets to her, and she, re- like, you know, and it, that is really sad. Like, yeah. she's such, like, a fabulous vibrant woman she deserves love but she doesn't think that that's what it should be like right now
0: yeah I just like can't really care okay
3: I'm just trying to tell you no like, like what I'm just I'm not com- I'm trying my best
0: or compelled by this story at all understood like, I'm just okay. not
3: then oh on the pin the tail of the dubin they also all took their shirts off I found
0: that to be like really crazy no no talk about like last ditch effort like they think like oh it's not a good episode let me show my titties like actually no we're all good we've seen all of your titties a million times you know when you're drunk in Turks and Caicos that's one thing that's fine totally acceptable but like literally in Ramona's Hampton's like, house in the tiny living room with like cameramen everywhere like and, like the bright
3: lights and just like brave it, it was really it was shocking to me I mean they all are like stunning and um breasts are lovely wonderful breasts breasts aplenty it wasn't about you know whether the breasts were worthy or not it was just like what is going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, no, I think, honestly, like, they were just trying to keep us abreast. I felt very
3: much kept abreast. I really did. Okay, so then after the Greek restaurant, they come back to Ramona's house, and they're all going to dress
0: up as each other for the night. Which I have the to say night. is, like, a really funny, like, premise, and I thought it would it should have been funnier. And But also, it's something that could really go south, but it took the other direction. Yes, it could, but they made sure to, like... Poke fun at each other, but then have that game where they say nice things about each other, which, which was, was smart.
3: Which was smart and sweet. They chose people who have the most conflict who dress as each other, which was, you know, again, could have been scary, but it all worked out. Ebony and luann dressed as each other, Brashawn and Sonia dressed as each other. Dressed the best. Okay. Best dress was Ramona, Me who too. dressed as Leah. And worst dress
0: was Leah, who dressed as Ramona. Yeah, like I feel like when when you dress up as someone, like like the worst things you think about them come out and like literally, like, Leah can not get over this blood plasma thing.
3: Oh, my God. She can't get over it. It's it over a year old. So stupid. And the dress, like, that was a Leah dress that wasn't... Ramona's never Would never, never wear
0: it. a short dress like that. Oh,
3: my God. With her, like, butt hanging out. Like, no. never. She she never has. She never would. Also, Ramona doesn't wear makeup. What was with her face makeup? There was none. No, And then, like, the Karen wig. It was
0: just... It was not good. It was horrific. But Leah's costume... Well, Ramona's costume as Leah with the leopard and the gum and the hair it was great it was great no yeah. she was great and she you committed <laughs> like she was being funny oh and she was having so much fun she
3: reminded me of me on halloween where you just like the person the person car- the persona the takes shakes over takes over
0: no she's looking in the mirror and she's like so hot I want some cock like she was being funny she was really
3: funny but leah was a huge disappointment the blood plasma like uh, I need Leah to get the Q score reports back and find out that, that nobody cares that Ramona said she donated blood plasma, but probably was just getting her antibodies tested. Like, and by
0: the way, like I, I don't know, I wasn't there at the you know medical center in Palm Beach, but I'm almost a hundred percent sure that Ramona really for a while thought she donated blood plasma, like thought she did something when she actually just got tested for antibodies. A
3: hundred percent, I think the same thing too. Yeah, because Ramona's not someone who really like lies. She's not a
0: liar. She's just like
3: silly. confused. Yeah, yeah. So I was not. Here for it. And also, like, just
0: walking around with, like, an IV drip in this time, like, a little, like, out of touch.
3: Out of touch. It just felt a little out of touch. I don't know.
0: Let's talk about out of touch. When literally Leah was making a speech at the end that, like, this country could take a page out of their book because they've all spoken about their differences. Like, no
3: okay it was annoying because it came from Leah but
0: at the end of it I kind of understood what she was saying no I know but like really out of touch like people should be looking to you guys no, no,
3: no, no. no one should okay
0: yes agreed no one should be looking no but to I them. agree they've all worked past their differences and they and, all have different backgrounds and they all have
3: different opinions and they're having the time of their lives And so it can be done. I don't
0: know if the world should be looking at them for guidance, but I thought it was a nice moment for sure. And I thought she made a nice point. Again, the world, please do not look at (laughs) these women for guidance. Um, I thought that um, it's so easy to do Countess, like just walk around in Giovanni. Like she makes it so easy. But I thought that uh, Luann did a really good job of Ebony. Yeah. Holding court with Ebony. I thought it was good, and the answers that
3: everyone gave, and Bershon and Sonia were great. So I mean, funny! I thought Sonia was great as Bershon. I th- feel like Bershon could have done more as Sonia.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, like Sonia's Sonya never so
3: much. Sonia's never worn that outfit in her life.
0: No, but I think her jacket was Sonia by Sonia Morgan, which is why Bershon thought she like didn't the assignment. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. No, she was. It was uncompleted.
3: So then they all went around the table and answered questions like as their alter ego, which showed that
0: they all understood each other more than the viewers probably thought I know there were six women at the table but the whole episode just really felt like there were none of like it just felt like the smallest group of housewives and like so insignificant and like another trip to Ramona's it was just it was atrocious and honestly I wish I could offer some insight people are like bring back Bethany and Dorinda but honestly like I don't know if recycling old housewives is the move like I think at some point like the show has to like shed its skin and move on and like and find real affluent married people. Like, not keep recycling the same people. Bring Bethany back a third time. Like, would you start keep fresh? Anyone? Maybe I would keep Ebony. And I have a very soft spot in my heart for Amona, and she's funny. I'm sorry. Like, I know everyone hates her, but like, she is fucking funny, and she's entertaining. I would keep. Well, that's what the Dumois item said. That what? like. That they're
3: really shaking things up at NBC, and they're, they would only keep Ramona and Ebony. I feel that. Like,
0: honestly, because you know what? Sonia, her time has come. Mm-hmm. And you know what? So has Luann. Like, I'm, I actually think Luann is Luann in such Luann would a... be friend of, because NBC owns some of her cabaret. Fabulous. Sonia's got to go. And honestly, like, Leah's not doing what she thinks she's doing. And also, I just don't think Leah leads <clears throat> an affluent enough life. I'm sorry. Like, this is a show about affluent people. And Ramona, as she works very hard to keep that lifestyle. Ebony has has that lifestyle like you need people with that lifestyle. And the thing is that I think makes it really hard in certain cities is like and I think this is probably what goes on in New York. Like the actual like really rich married women of New York like do not want to be on TV. Like they yeah. are private. Their husbands don't want to be on TV. Their kids don't want to be on TV. So I think it, that makes it difficult.
3: Yeah, but there are people who who would do
0: it. Yeah. And even like these ladies, when we first met them, they were those women. Luann. Yes. Which is why it's so crazy how far they've come. But like, when you think about all the women we've picked up along the way, like none of them have really been like that girl, like that lifestyle, like Jules Weinstein. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sorry, Cindy Barshop. Like, no, like when you think, I just feel like they actually have a hard time finding women who will, who have that lifestyle, who will agree to be on TV.
3: Yeah.
0: Cause when I think of all the one hit wonders, people, Kristen Takeman, like who we've picked up along the way no.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry. I like Heather. I think I would bring back Heather.
3: Yeah, but not if Leah was there, she wouldn't come back.
0: Leah should not be there.
3: You think she's not it? But okay, she had one amazing season. Yeah, and one, one, one horrible bad. one. So she should, She's back at zero. Okay. I, I I like Leah. I feel like maybe you know when you do so well in your first season, you really think you can do nothing wrong. You get like an ego. And I think maybe she just like misread every situation because she thought there was like no way that she could be wrong yeah and maybe this will be like humbling okay and then if it's leah ebony and ramona they should each bring on one friend oh that's interesting and then also bring back tinsley i would bring
0: back tinsley yes Meh. yeah she wasn't even great when she was like on. the most
3: interesting thing about her is that she left
0: Right, and that was like kind of like the first time I since i met her on TV that I actually had respect for her.
3: Yeah, I agree. So, so she now she's gonna come crawling she back. Stay
0: <laughs> on. Yeah, like no. See, so the thing is, I don't know what the right me neither medication for this problem is. Like,
3: but it's a problem we're seeing in a lot of franchises because we're it's the same issue of like the aging have, out
0: of the original.
3: The shows have been on for so long; it's very formulaic. Women who. When, you, when it first started, you didn't know how big it was going to become, like how your life would change either positively or negatively, and it was just like a fun adventure. And there were so many reality shows at the time. Like, now you know exactly what to expect, so who's going to come on and do anything that's going to paint them in a bad light? Then you just have boring shit happening.
0: Right, but if you do find a person who's willing to do that, it makes a franchise, Jen Shah. Like, yeah. she acted, even beyond her case, like she acted atrociously. Yeah. And it was amazing television. So there are still people out there.
3: That's true. But then for me, like, I do get to the point where it's like, I would rather watch boring TV than watch these toxic people. I know. It's actually a really fine line.
0: Yeah. It's a fine line. Like Dorinda. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that on that. There's no recap of New York next week, finally. and And we'll see how many parts the reunion is. Yeah.
3: And then we have Beverly Hills on tonight, which always just feels like a reward for a job well done on having watched New York
0: completely mm-hmm.
3: um and that I also heard Backstrom Paradise last night was really good really and yeah but I just couldn't watch two more hours of television after the three hours it took me to watch New York so I maybe I'll watch it but um I'm glad I skipped a few episodes because it felt like I don't think anything really major happened
0: no and I've just been living like so peacefully in my own mind like, knowing that I'm not watching that but show. if I do
3: watch it I'm happy to recap it for you because it seemed like you liked my recaps like yeah no you didn't
0: I just I don't want you to feel pressure. like I re- no, really read a think- book read a book I'm really not into Bachelor in Paradise.
3: Oh, wow. Okay, so she's saying no. I would
0: rather you, like, explain to me, like, The Woman Who Loved Wallace or whatever that book was. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was that book called? The Woman Before Wallace. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I I can't really explain how, like, I don't, how much I don't care about Bachelor in Paradise. And you know what I've realized? Like, Bachelor in Paradise, in terms of relevancy, is really going down because it used to be, like, like, on TikTok especially, like, if somebody from Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor, like, made a TikTok about, well, while the show was airing, like, about them, like, oh, a bug flew on my face, like, whatever, it would go viral. Now I keep seeing really sad contestants, like, trying to go viral. Like, who? Demi. The yeah. only one who's actually doing, a, like, a fair job, but she's not even going crazy viral, is Tammy, because she's, like, being funny and self-deprecating. But, like, I just can't, and I don't even recognize some of these people, I just know that they're on Bachelor in Paradise because they're, like, hashtagging it, and it's, like, it's not viral. Like, it's actually really sad.
3: That's really sad. That's
0: how you know, like, less and less people give a shit, especially people on TikTok. Like, the young generation, like, they don't care. Also, TV recap, I spoke a lot about it on the Patreon episode <gasps> from last night. Oh, my God. So I don't want to, like, bore everyone. Okay, doubling... no, but I think it, you need to double dip. I watched She's All That, you guys, and it was fucking amazing. Like, Addison is an absolute megastar. Like, she, the scenes that she wasn't in were atrocious, and I was like, this movie sucks, but she was sparkle like I can't even she was such a good actress first of all second of all she deserves an Oscar like it was so good I loved the element of the influencer I thought they did a really good job kind of explaining and and showcasing how kids are these days in high school with social media it's totally true it was just amazing I did not like the kid who played Cameron her love interest and honestly he was like the worst fucking attitude of all time Mm -hmm. like it's not cool to do photography
3: like Just get a phone. Yeah, and, like, Like, you're taking pictures of strangers. Like, that's really invasive. And you're taking pictures of the garbage can.
0: Yeah, and, like, honestly, get a cell phone. Like, it's not cool to, like, not love, like, people on cell phones. Like, I just did not like his vibe at all. Yeah. But I I thought... But Addison turned him around. Yeah, and Addison was so cute and sweet. And I just really feel like she's a nice girl. Because her character was just, like, emanating niceness. And so it was actually... And she's not, like, such a, you know experienced actor so she had to play someone who was kind of similar to her
3: yeah and it was actually like a hard sell that she you know had this bet going mm-hmm. there was like this side of her that was even that ruthless
0: because she was just such a sweetie i loved the ending i loved the homage they paid to the original movie because her mom was in it the principal was the guy from the real world in the original movie. They both wore red dresses. There was a dance off at the prom. It was very subtle but sweet, and I, I really loved that they actually cast the mom. I thought she was great, and I I just loved every minute of it. Yeah,
3: but even like when they went to the party, the Gatsby themed party, and he gets um, he goes in the pool. Like that's like when oh yeah in the first movie when she falls she in like, the pool. Yeah,
0: or they push her in the pool.
3: I think she they put they. That girl Taylor pushes her yeah and then in not
0: another teen movie they also pour pour bottles of water on her Jackie I literally confuse he's all that with not another teen movie (laughs) all the fucking time yeah there's a lot of movies in there that are make it confusing yeah that they're like doing satire on and I'm like was that the original or the satire
3: yeah no it's cruel intentions bring it on yeah
0: that's such a good movie
3: such a good movie (laughs) um i'm so glad you watched it and that you liked it and that you had the same opinions of me
0: including um the stylist sabotage oh yeah the wardrobe the the wedge the budget for the wedges was literally astronomical because it was a new pair of like wedges that ramona singer wears in cancun like it's just not a thing like burn all the wedges yeah what did you think about courtney Oh, my God. You know, I actually thought she was pretty good. Yeah. Her role was bigger than anticipated, but still very small. And I thought that, you know, she wasn't as cringy. I saw her act in Dave, and it was really fucking cringy. And I feel like she took a couple lessons because she was pretty good.
3: Yeah. She was believable. Believable. And it's crazy, like, how her, like, you know, influence in the movie, like, she was a big part of the storyline.
0: Bunny Venom. Yeah. Venom Bunny. Bunny or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cute. I loved it. And I cannot wait to see Addison act in something else. I
3: know. It was so good, you guys. And I have no time for anyone who thinks otherwise.
0: Same. Um, But we do have time for our interview with Michael and Lauren Bostic. It is coming up. I hope you guys enjoy it. And we are on their podcast. I believe that drops tomorrow, but don't quote me on that. Um, But in the meantime, just enjoy this episode and the interview with Lauren and Michael. We'll see you soon. Bye. Well, welcome back to The Toast. We are so excited to be sitting down with a couple who literally has all my love and respect. Because I'm going to start this off with a story. So, hello, Lauren. Hello, Michael. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Hello. Respect. Also,
0: welcome Michael's hair. Yes.
2: Um, res- I like respect. We'll see how it goes Let me tell this. you why. <laughs> okay.
0: So, what was it? A month ago, maybe more. Jackie was somewhere. Oh, yeah. She was out of town. And instead of taking the week off, I was like, let me do the show with like guest co-hosts. And I got Taylor Strecker and people who were in town, my friend Brian Kelly, the points guy. And then I ended it with my husband because people love when Ben comes on the podcast. And, of course, it's easy for me. We could take a cab together. And I have a lot of trauma from that one particular episode. Because, you know, me and Ben were just talking like we usually do. I didn't really think much of it. And when I posted the episode, like the backlash was so real. They were like, you guys did not stop fighting. You're so mean to Ben. (laughs) And I'm like, what? I'm like, we were just doing our usual thing. And I vowed (laughs) seriously to never do a podcast with Ben again, even though I was thinking like of actually starting a separate podcast on Toast News Network with Ben. Idea trash. Like, I will. I have so much trauma. I will never podcast with Ben again. And the fact that you guys not only podcast together, own a business together, do literally everything on planet Earth together, like respect. work together on the daily, and
1: still we are actually happily married. Don't people think that about us? We I work on The Skinny Confidential, and he works on Dear Media, and we come together to podcast. So people think we work together all day long we don't okay. okay but
3: to even podcast I actually heard you say that I listened to your episode with Sophia with an F and I, I listened to both and I love that love her Lo- love. yeah love but even the fact that you do a podcast weekly together
1: as man and wife is eight admirable eight Com- times a month now eight times two episodes a week yeah commendable admirable. Well but I we I have a nervous breakdown like at least three times a month last night we went to Scalina Telly. I like blacked out basically and just like <laughs> laid into him for like two hours Lauren
2: holds all her rage for like for two grace. months that's yeah. healthy and yeah. then we go out to what I think will be a romantic nice dinner and it's all such that a romantic rage, restaurant yes it, it and I and it's small in there and it's quiet yeah, and people it's are hot like too're like what is this wife doing? I have
1: here? a hot tip for anyone who wants to just like let it out. Go to a small, intimate restaurant. So if the guy tries to talk back, you can you can say just bitching him, and he's embarrassed because if he says anything, it's going to look like you're fighting. Yeah. So you can just let it all out, unleash all your rage, and if he says anything, he's too embarrassed in front of you. Yeah, the we people. live
2: in a very sexist society. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So like, I my question for you is like. How do you deal with people commenting on the dynamics of your relationship? Because honestly, not a lot offends me, but like my marriage is very personal to me. And it bothered me a lot that people were commenting like, you're being mean, like you guys don't stop bickering, like shut up, we have a great marriage. Like that that's one thing, like if you come at me for, like that actually gets me, it hurts me. Like how does that not bother you?
1: I don't read my own press clippings. So what I mean by that is I try not to read all the positive because that I think feeds my ego. And I try to not read the negative. And that comes with a long time of doing this. I've been blogging for 13 years. So it's very easy to get wrapped up in yourself and thinking, oh, you're so great. And it's very easy to get into the negative reviews. So true. So I just feel like I love connecting with my community. I DM. I voice note all the time. Like if people DM me, I'll try to voice note. But I really try not to get stuck in the reviews. And when someone's commenting on my marriage, I think the unlock is that they don't know every single part of my marriage they see a piece of my yeah. marriage so if they want to comment like that's their prerogative okay. right also like for people who comment that like you're bickering and you're
3: married like then they're clearly not married because that's just yeah. how that's it what is. being married or is. they haven't been married long because like yeah.
1: that's you get into like a rhythm like, well, I I, like, you're I bickering like turn, that's not helping the, the Bickering <laughs> turns me on like, <laughs> <two> <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes me hot like what do i want to sit with like mr boring that no, doesn't have a personality totally. like there's, throw me the ball back yeah
2: yeah there's two things i don't comment comment on with people's personal life their relationship or their parenting right because i think it's so different for everybody and what people could maybe see lauren and i and listen we get heated sometimes and like she is a very outspoken aggressive loud woman i mean that with respect of course what do you love about me though Um, (laughs) and like that's what i fell in love with personally like that's like what gets me going right like that's that's what i was attracted to and i think people see that like i would never be like that with my husband and maybe their husband wouldn't like it if they were but for us like that's i mean we've been together since you know we were 20 years old 21 years old we met when we were 12 like clearly it works for us. Right. But I would never say this formula would work for anyone else. Right. And I also tell everybody like please, please do not work with your significant other and like, unless you're both 100% on the same page because it is yeah. very fucking hard.
0: Yeah. I guess the way we feel about you guys working together, like we would never do that, is the way people feel about working with their sisters when uh-huh. it's like, how the fuck would you literally work with anyone but your sister? Uh-huh. uh-huh. That,
1: that is a very, very self-aware thing, what you just said. It's, I, thank you for saying that. I always try and be self-aware. That's, like, the one thing I want people to describe me as. A self-aware is such a sexy word.
0: And you know what's not sexy? not being (laughs) self-aware that is that's (laughs) the worst thing you could be yeah (laughs) i agree i totally agree um i feel like jackie and i talked about you guys a lot during quarantine because you moved like you did what what everyone should have done a
3: lot of people moved in 2020 but i don't think any move hit me like yours did like where just i would say my complete and utter jealousy just took over so Did you guys move because of COVID? Were you planning to move before the pandemic ever? And why, Austin?
1: This is what happened, and you might be experiencing this. I got pregnant. And when I got pregnant, you get super in tune and super intuitive. And I remember walking down the street, and in L.A., there's, like, construction going on. And there's a lot of homeless. Like, there's a a problem there. And it's... a lot of sounds ambulances it's it's a lot of cortisol it's it's triggering it's triggering and i was thinking i'm like do i want to be walking a stroller down the street and the answer is no Mm -hmm. i mean i remember literally i stepped on like not like with bare feet but with my shoe a heroin needle like outside our house like it was it just was a lot of i'm gonna say cortisol Mm -hmm. where we lived listen i'm not talking about all of la talking about where we lived Mm -hmm. So I started to crave more nature, more sanctuary, m- more of a family home that my daughter could grow up in. Mm-hmm. And also, it's it's what you can get in L.A. compared to Austin. It's like so crazy. Crazy. And so he recommended Austin. And well, the second I went there, I was like, this is it.
2: You know, wow. a lot of people in California are going to get really pissed at me. Like, obviously, we were born and raised in San Diego. Which I, what I think what people don't realize about California is it's so big and there's so many different pockets. Right. right. There's like... San Diego, then there's Orange County, then there's Los Angeles, then you get up to NorCal, and you have Napa, and you have all these places. San Francisco, and all of these places are like vastly different because it's ma- it's a massive state, um, and so I don't want to just shit on all of California. People get like mad at me, but like LA is a fucking shit show. It's not. And it's something died This year in LA And it's not coming back For a long time People are gonna be So mad at me Like you're talking To somebody who's like Born and bred Lived in California forever I
3: mean we are The exact same way But about New York Born and bred We've lived here forever Something died here You know we're like At least for me Like a self-hating New Yorker at this point I think New York It's in some ways You know it's come back And there's life In certain areas But in so many ways It's like not going To be the same For a very long
2: time When when we moved to LA We went like I say Briefcase mentality We We didn't get caught up in like the nightlife going out social life like it was their work not your media right. but like i never thought like hey i'm gonna i can't wait to raise a family here yeah and then honestly like with covid and the riots like I, at one point i had to debate and listen this is again not political but just true i had to debate like do i go and help our sister who's down the street on you know melrose with a, pop, a cop car flipped over and burning or do i stay with my wife and kid with helicopters flying around i'm like I got a one-year-old, like, why do I want this? Mm-hmm. And personally, like, growing up, I feel like I've always been called to a place like Texas. My favorite authors were Larry McMurtry and Cormac McCarthy, and I read all these Western books, and, like, my, my dad was from, like, out back back that way in the mid Midwest, and, like, just following these stories, and I feel like I just like as soon as I got to text, I'm like, oh, my soul. And this sounds weird. Is like alive again, and no. I felt like, no, happy. You're
1: speaking. To you're speaking like our language. Like I every was just
2: like, why? Like this is like what happiness is to me, and it's in the middle and it's between. And I just feel like it's
1: dead quiet we're when we sleep. There's not. I want you to so actually crazy. imagine this. There is not one sound besides the bugs chirping. Well, well Here's the other thing. It is like. So that's Peace. gorgeous we're, it's gorgeous we're gorgeous. in a
2: red state but in a blue progressive city which kind of gives a nice melting pot of different perspectives and different people when i first got there it was so weird you go out in the neighborhood and like people wave to you and say hello and michael what the fuck michael is your hold problem? on this that's is michael
1: nuts. michael's <laughs> with his coffee he's like morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this no. motherfucker goes around the street <laughs> in, i'm not sure morning oh <laughs> my <laughs> god that's it's nuts.
2: so welcoming it's polite people are happy great oh. music scene great food scene like there's culture there like i just felt like this is where I want to raise a family also yeah.
1: this is so nuts in LA the baby when we stay there will not go outside for a week yeah like she just will stay inside and here she we, we, this is so crazy Jackie's gonna like is it Jackie? here with you <gasps> she is she's here she's she's grounding. <laughs> Like she'll go outside and put her feet on the grass, and she touches trees. And it's—I know this sounds so crazy. Look it up; it's called earthing and grounding. It's so good for you to touch the earth huh. every morning. And I know this. No, no, by the way, I believe that okay. for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I know that sounds
2: psycho. If here's the sacrifices. You, I mean, if you live in the big, let's say, like San Francisco, LA, New York, Chicago, like bigger cities in the country, like okay, I will pay higher cost of living. I'll be in a smaller space. I'll be on top because. There's ease of access, there's great restaurants, there's business opportunities, all these things. Yeah, I'm gonna pay more in tax, all these things. All those are factors, but you're willing to kind of like make sacrifices because the opportunities exist to right, do different things. You start taking those opportunities away, you start making it dangerous or too expensive or whatever. You're like,
3: restaurants go out of business. Yeah, you're like, like all the time. You
2: make it. you take the fun out of it. You're like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, mm-hmm. just go to a place where you can enjoy life a little more.
0: I feel like every New Yorker has that moment where they're like, like chasing a cockroach out of their apartment or like hunting down a mouse and they're looking around at their tiny shitty apartment and they're like why do I live here? And that feeling comes and goes but I feel like during COVID it was really hard to ignore that feeling because like you know New York you live in tiny ugly disgusting apartments but there's so much life outside that you never really even notice because your apartment you're only there you know an hour a day yeah we
1: never had time to sit and self-reflect because everything's go 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 and with COVID you had to take a really honest look at yourself and And everyone just fled yeah everyone just fled like the cockroach Mm -hmm. that's (laughs) that (laughs) won't flee yeah I also like do you guys know your human design no. What I'm going to send you the link. You got to get your human design. Okay, Everyone loves. to this. We love God.
3: doing, like, we love taking personality tests, like, on, on podcasts. Our like, I bet
1: your community, I bet you a lot of them know the human design. What okay. does it tell you? It tells you, like, what kind of energetic, I'm probably flubbing this person that you are. So, my human design is a reflector. The energy that someone gives me, I reflect back to them. And I think with L.A. i vortex. I just steal everyone's energy. Is that, that thing? There, There's like a manifestor generator. Like, I bet oh, you. I like, that's what you are. Oh, I kind take this. Projectors. Are
3: you
0: guys, do you guys know your
1: engrams?
3: No. I got, you, so you don't? To Every that podcaster should know their
1: engrams. Yeah. What else do you do it's on these episodes? <laughs> <laughs> that's disgraceful that we don't know our engrams. I'm an enagram one.
3: So that's like type A. Uh, but I'm not. But sure. And she's Enneagram three, which is like people pleaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. You don't think you're Type A? No, I think in, it's
2: so I weird. talk about self awareness. In,
3: <laughs> so, in, in so many respects, like I am, and even in the things that we talked about, and there's so many things I'm like extremely like meticulous about, but I'm also like the laziest bitch alive, like. So I literally true. packages an empire. packages sit in my foyer for like days until there's eight, and I'm like, okay, I'll open them all at once. No, you got so to I delegate. Crazy. You got to hire an
1: assistant that helps you open them.
3: Oh no, but like, why can't I open my packages when they come? <laughs> I don't know well, because you don't want to like, ruin your nails. No, but like, it's it's really crazy how like I don't do things like when I need to do them with emails or just like I don't get back to people like, and it, that's not type. A personality at all. But you're focused
1: your energy towards building what you want to build. Like you're pushing the boulder up your empire, not worried about what other people are.
2: Type A is you're doing what you want to do. I think that's my definition of it. Like, and you know, obviously you can be respectful in that process but like you're basically waking up being like i you're incredible my, wedding
1: my way or the that highway. you planned you don't think you're type a i've never no, seen you should have like seen the way that i planned it like i was
3: so indecisive i never like had a vision about what i wanted it to be so when i had to make these decisions i was like
1: that one like whatever it doesn't really matter they're both pretty they'll yeah. both be fine like Does everyone listening not think she had the craziest coolest most spectacular fucking wedding okay.
3: ever uh, no i totally agree but like that was a shock to me when that happened because of the planning <laughs> process it was like Dis- it was a clusterfuck. Like, and I was not, I didn't have, you know, like printouts and spreadsheets. Like I would show up to everything with like a fanny pack. Like, what are we doing, guys? Like, what's on deck for today? So I feel like I present myself as very type A, but on the inside, like I'm kind of chaotic.
1: Totally. <laughs> you
3: know, I feel like when it comes to like outward presentation, like I
1: want to be
3: perceived as like having it together. You
1: look like you have it together. Like your hair, the w- like how you're dressed. Every single because time I've ever sitting. seen like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
3: I get Yeah, but like I still like this, like I'm not putting on. So some I don't, I confuse myself. You know, I really are you do. Gemini? No, I'm Scorpio. Oh. Another confusing oh, thing. Oh, we've I'm, talked like, about the lead, Actually, I was about to say, I'm like not like a
0: passionate person, but it just depends on the subject. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a cancer to a T. It's like you, cancers are like mean to everyone. And then if someone's mean to them, they like cry.
1: <laughs> like that's me.
0: You know, dishing it, but not taking it. That's me to a T.
1: I love it. Scorpios are, are you? like crazy. A Gemini. What? Oh, that's like the nuts one, right? Yeah. Michael yeah. never knows what he's going to get. Big nuts. Oh, like, like, yeah. two fa- like twins, like yeah. Two-Face, right? Like last like, night at dinner. Right, right, right. You know? like, let's Uh-oh.
2: see who I got today.
1: <laughs>
0: that's yeah.
2: you know, Life
1: is always an adventure. Life is always an adventure. You also just recently, was it your second book? Yes. I put out my second book, Get that's the Fuck crazy. Out of the Sun. I wish you guys were in it
0: i know so
3: we i wanted to be you know, i'm I don't so have, sad we don't have enough skincare like we're gonna talk about skincare
1: in a little bit and like you're gonna be so no, disappointed i'm gonna attack in you us. because there's certain things i'm looking at on your faces <gasps> no, it's no. yes like, Wait, in good bad. or bad ways good oh, oh good okay. good thought, good, good. no no no. no good like, hold our, on like you're, i want to know what your eyebrow filler in there is i oh want to know what your uh, uh, mascara is no but like Claude we, has a glow i don't buy it that you guys do nothing no we
3: do i do no, i have like a lotion that i use every night but like what i do is not nearly involved enough to be like interesting in your for a book, your book. Okay. because i read through it all the is. i read through all the questions and i was like i don't
0: have the answers i read through all the questions too and like i i honestly like if i'm going to be like really honest with my friends here like i forgot to respond <laughs>
1: okay let me tell you something though the fat jew was in it mm-hmm. and he was brutally honest mm-hmm. like like he actually was like What's the, what the fuck is a toner like he was so so what honest what the fuck is a toner the a toner is something that tightens and shrinks your pores it's like great. at what point in the night do you do it like you after moisture after you wash your face okay Slops do you do it toner. every night sometimes no i don't do it every night I i'm not i sometimes sleep in my makeup i'm not like trying to pretend like things are perfect okay good i'm yeah. actually incredibly chaotic
0: yeah, well, I just want to say, like, I'm really sorry I never responded because I did want to be in your book, but, like, I, I, I genuinely I, forgot.
1: No, no, no. Honestly, I think, though, that people that weren't in the skincare world, like, they didn't, like you said, they didn't, which is fine. Like, I'll share, that I use, like, a
3: product before I put on my makeup, and then after I shower, I, I put on a face cream that I like. So Don't I'm, tell anyone because
1: we're going to talk about we're it. Gonna talk, oh, no, we're going to talk. No, but, so, I'm skin skin saying, care like,
3: care. like the just my, our routines aren't in depth enough. And when it comes to the glow, like, it's makeup.
1: Like, I know, but do I when it comes to the, the glow, too. it's sweat. Always. No, it's like <laughs> the glow is looking great. No, like
3: people always say like that my skin like is so like glowy and this and that. Like you should see me before I put my makeup on. Like it's rosacea. It's freckles. <laughs> no. It's like and especially now like being pregnant, it's it's freaky we, and it's nothing like this. But we
0: do have relatively good skin and people do always ask us like routines. And I have like a small routine. It's nothing crazy. But at the end of the day and like no one wants to hear this answer. Like we both have good skin because we really it's just in our genes. <sighs> Like, for so long, I didn't even wash my face. Like, I literally used to take my makeup off and go to sleep, like, not even use a cleanser. Like, and I never even got pimples. Like, it's, at some point, like, it's just genetics. And, like, we just have good, like, skin and, and hair in our genes. Do your husbands do a routine? Nothing. Yeah, my no. husband
3: uses Jack Black stuff. He likes that brand, like okay. the blue bottles. Jack Black, like the, the Separate. guy? Separate, oh. but
1: the brand is just called Jack Black. When I think, it, first right? met Michael, he was using Old Spice shower gel, and I had to really that's bad. come in. And like, the hell
0: did I know? That's bad, yeah, that's bad.
1: That was bad. I was
0: like, whoa, now he has a fucking 10-step. <laughs> oh, Ben has literally a zero, a negative four-step.
1: Well, maybe we can like get Ben drunk off spritz and give him a Dr. Dennis vitamin C. By the way, like, he'd be down, but, like, he can't even remember to, like, take his wallet with him before he leaves
0: the house. Like, how's he gonna remember to do a four-step routine before bed? I forgot my wallet, too. He sounds like me. Yeah, no, he's just very forgetful. And he also has good skin, so he's
3: like probably if it ain't broke don't fix it and he once said to us he's like you guys do all this stuff and like you have crazy like pimples and stuff <laughs> he was like and i don't do anything and i my rationale is like well i have to wear this much makeup every single day and like that fucks with you and then you have to do something to like offset the to consequences counter, yeah. of that like while you're sleeping at night like there's
2: that meme that exists it's on the internet and it's like that troll and it says like a girl after a 10 step routine people get mad at me yeah Ten up yeah. and then it's like a glowing guy and it's a the guy that used the same soap that he washes balls with like <laughs> literally, like, literally uh, yeah. true. here's
1: a, here's a tip I've noticed a lot of people use the same towel that their husband wiped their balls with on their face after they (laughs) cleanse it. You cannot use a ball sack towel on your face. I
0: actually did learn that from you. I have like a now a separate towel that just stays by my sink. That doesn't get used like as a towel from the shower. It's just a face towel.
1: You can't wipe your butthole and then put it on your face. No, but and like that's, that's what we've been doing. <laughs> My for husband years. and I have separate towels,
3: separate yeah. colors. That's
1: a, that's a oh separate colors. Oh, yeah,
3: our- yeah. They don't they, they don't they're not cohesive looking at all. Like he's like his towels from still when he was a bachelor, and I just <laughs> got like light blue ones I like, but.
2: Yeah, sometimes when no one makes me mad, I sneak in the bathroom and just wipe my balls with every towel and oh. say <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I use baby washcloths on like, my What face is going on with like my sorry. skin?
2: I'm breaking out. I'm like, I have so no idea. No, yeah,
1: no, 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 no. The weather here is a little difficult on the skin. I'm a, a little puffy. Yeah. i got some zits going on, hyperpigmentation. Have you noticed like a, difference in your
0: skin since moving to the country i feel like it's like the air would be so good for your skin everything's
1: just more relaxing yeah and obviously there's things with i'm sure every city that i'm not saying it's perfect but yeah. it's very idyllic it's very um it's very pretty to wake up and take a walk and Be able to do even like a conference call like outside and walk around and with the baby. Mm -hmm.
3: So how long before you moved were you planning on moving? Like
2: We literally like started talking about it. Went out in November like during the time of election. I saw the house and I looked at him and I go, go kill the tiger. Oh really? my God! We <laughs> put off offer in that day. Never How you really guys knew. Just, so it
0: was decisive, like we've been we've been talking about like literally making an appointment at the dentist for like three we, years. Like
2: you know, I think it was like <laughs> Lauren and well, I. Well, also look with at the
3: kid, like you're on. A, there's a time like yeah. soon she's going to realize like she doesn't
0: leave her house. That true. Jacob Tremblay in room.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, I think like Lauren and I are. The, uh, like we're not we don't need to know the next 10 years of our life we'd like to know where we're going a little bit but we're also like hey let's take an adventure like mm-hmm. let's see yeah. and if it doesn't I don't want to do I don't want to
1: live in the same house my whole entire life I want to. I want to be well I want to live a spontaneous life right now I live in Austin who knows I could live you know in Florida I could live I I, I want to be um spontaneous and, and and fly by the seat of my pants
3: yeah how has moving now that you've moved like how has it affected your relationship? Like, it, was it everything that you thought it was going to be? Are there, like, challenges that you didn't foresee?
2: I think it's, I think, I don't want to speak for you, but I think we're in a better place now. During the first move, when it was back and forth in L.A. with a kid and all all that, like, it was chaotic. You're like, oh, my God, did we make the right decision? But now that we have our roots in one place, and we can, like, like we'll do this. We'll come to New York. We'll work, work, work. We'll go to L.A., work, work. After this, we're going to Texas, Relax. and we're just, like, we're just going to be at home with our family, like, living, right? Uh-huh. And yeah. So, I think in a lot of ways it made us closer because you do this thing together where you like up and leave your entire family, your entire city. It's not familiar. You're like, you know, it bonds you. You only know? have each other. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to say it's for everybody and it's super easy. Like no, there's I'm some challenges. I'm not a big
1: going out networking like um, party type person. I've real, As I've like gotten older, like I just love a leisurely lunch, mm-hmm. like a long leisurely lunch or like a 6 p.m. dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm like, You know, I like to be in bed, if I'm being honest, at like – Max 9 o'clock
2: I think a common misconception (laughs) Lauren (laughs) and I Is that we're like These really social people That are out and about
1: I feel like that's The vibe I get too But
2: we're not Right like And it's very limited What I tell people doing We do the show Eight times a month And we're having these conversations all the time and as you guys know like this is a lot of interacting a lot of paying attention a lot it of takes socializing a lot out yeah. of your like soul <laughs> so then like to people like so
0: much of yourself
2: then the, yeah and then people after all of it like hey do you want to go to a, a dinner and like do small time like i just did all of these all weeks and i want to go home with my family and like yeah. read a book and if chill out and watch four a show podcast
1: today and i was trying to explain it i was trying to say like it's like going to dinner for an hour with four different people sober yeah
3: yeah isn't that how it is yeah but you yeah. know what's so funny after whenever we're podcasting with
1: someone like most people i'm like we need to get dinner after this like there's so much we need to like well there's certain talking. people <laughs> of, <laughs> <home>. of, course, <laughs> of course like there's certain like yes of course there's some guests that you like have yeah. a connection with like we talked about this offline taylor Strucker is like mm-hmm. such a an cool angel energy God. you guys have great energy um but it's not everyone that you want to get to know it yeah no.
3: and also usually when we do guest segments like it's 15 20 minutes like but you right. guys are doing
1: like an hour and do you have guests mostly every episode we have guests. I would say eighty percent. Some are solos. Yeah. I like doing a solo so episode. So of everyone.
0: course you're not gonna like everyone that you meet. But no, like we met we have, some
2: real fucking duds. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. We, and so if we have someone on the show, like we usually say no to most guests.
1: So if someone's coming on, it's like we really want to talk to them. And usually, like they meet our expectations. Who's for the, most part. the best guest you've ever had? Like who you just you want to just keep having on? You think that they're just I dynamic, would say though charisma. The, the majority of our guests, question.
2: like we we've vet before, like we really enjoy. And then sometimes you know there's a lot, but the majority is like you've gone through and be like I really yeah. want to talk to yeah. this person exactly. ahead of time.
1: Who's your best, best guest?
0: guest? Honestly, like we we just had Kevin O'Leary on the show and he was He just, gave everything. He gave us everything. He gave us he came everything in costume. He did a wine tasting for his O'Leary wines. He wanted he, to talk about everything. everything. Cancel like, culture, politics. Like he was literally, and he just it was we usually do like twenty minutes with guests. He just sat and talked and talked. He made it so easy. He was everything.
3: That's a really good answer. I totally
0: agree. Oh my god, I have to listen to that. episode. And now we've had three sharks on the show Barbara, Damon, and Kevin. Kevin, yeah. And you loved them all. Barbara was a, and I mean this in the nicest way possible a nut like she was just all over the place she's like exactly who she is on TV but like 10 times more energized she was really cool and Damon is just smart like I just wanted to like sit him down and ask him questions like how do I grow my business
1: I bet you they would give you answers you guys should go on Shark Tank I feel like you'd be perfect we've talked back in the day
3: we would always like think of our business like everything we know about business is from Shark Tank like truly mm-hmm. and we used to always think of our business of how it like look would present on shark tank and there were a few times we would talk about it on the show where it's like should we go on shark tank um now like no we probably wouldn't but that's definitely like really influenced how we do business
0: 100 percent.
1: i love how you guys are so much about pop culture and and using it like t- as leverage and to your advantage in your book i feel like you talked about that a lot how you couldn't kind of find out what you wanted to do and then you realized what you wanted to do was pop culture you love watching tv I mean it's you've made a business out of it yeah and
0: me and Jackie talk about this a lot I feel like one of the really like our a big advantage we have when it comes to the podcasting space is like you know everyone has a podcast now and like there's a big reality show and a star comes out of it and everyone goes and, and does all the podcasts me and Jackie like Especially Jackie, like, because she has a better memory than me. We have been watching reality TV, been engaging in celebrity culture. We've been on social media since we were kids. Yeah, you guys are practitioners. We know everything. And, like, and that's just a natural part of who we are. That's why... We got into this line of business, and I really feel like that's a, a huge benefit for us when it comes to recapping because it's a natural thing. Like, if we're sitting on our couch, we're talking about Real Housewives of New York, so why don't we just record it? You and know. And
1: I feel like the community that you guys have cultivated too—they are also like the same kind of way. Like, it, it, this is such a nice outlet for someone who loves to watch all these things. Right. Where I feel like at most times it's
0: like a negative. Like, you watch so much reality TV; it's like my guilty pleasure. It's trash. Like, no, no, it's an art. It's and we respect it. It is, but sometimes it's. Tra-
3: Crash. You know yeah, we
2: just had on the show who was literally just saying this and like talking about like it is a performance it is an art you have to bring it we had Spencer Pratt on yeah.
0: perfect
1: example and he's he, been on your show I've listened yeah. yes
2: yeah. and he was talking he was like listen not to bash the hills but he's like people aren't fucking bringing it like he's like they need to he's bring right. it he's like season two he's like this and he really like gave this whole history of his entire experience in the world of reality TV, and he's been there for forever yeah. right and it, I'm excited for it to come out because it's a really... For me, it was extremely interesting to talk to him and be like, oh, why do some shows work and some don't? Why do some casts work and some other casts don't? Yeah. And he was like, listen, he's like, people need to fucking bring it when they go on these shows because it is a form of entertainment mm-hmm. and art.
1: I yeah. think he's a, a real, like, real true blue reality star. He gets it I mean, it he is 100%. loose.
2: He is out there and he's loose right yep. now.
1: Yeah. That's a perfect on, example yeah. of it. Like,
0: it's not... It's a performance. Right. And it's art and it should be treated as such. And at the morning toast, like...
1: We're not gonna call it your guilty pleasure. Like it's just something good to watch. Like you know what else is good? We didn't talk about this on our show. Siesta Key.
3: Yes. Love. Oh my god, it gets better and better. I'm so invested. The fact that Sam and Juliet are broken up, I feel so upset. They broke up in real life. Yeah. They They broke broke up up a few weeks ago, and and then he's been like posting with another girl, and now she's in Paris, and it's like I don't think they're getting back together. And I'm just coming to terms with it. Hold
1: on. Is this for the show, or you really think they broke up? It, It
3: didn't even happen on
0: the show. It happened like on social media.
1: I I didn't see. I know I didn't see it on the show. But maybe are they trying to tease them? next season I don't May- think so. Maybe. she's my favorite Me she's too. my favorite I love her it's, the, my
0: only
3: issue like I love her so much so my only issue with her on the show is like whenever she's on top she always fucking ruins it like she doesn't know how to she always is like coming back from being like the underdog or like everybody's mad at her and she has to like you know crawl back and like say all her apologies and then she gets back and she like doesn't know how to be on top with grace you know and what then, do like, you mean like she doesn't know how to
1: handle like like being her like, winning, yeah, you know, like her bathing suit line, which she's done, is pretty impressive. Oh my god, I know, I've I got one. one. It
3: it's was so cute, cute.
1: yeah. But and I got it like when I was like
3: turning pregnant, so like I gave it to my little sister for a little <laughs> bit. Um, but it was so cute and it was such good quality, and it came really quickly. Yeah, I like how oh, I like what she's done. But, with like, her the beginning of the season, like she's with Sam, and like you know, Kelsey is like apologizing so profusely because Kelsey fucked up big time, and like she has so many friends, everybody loves her, and like she's the narrator of the show, and like. She goes and hits Kelsey and it's like, you have so much to lose. What are you doing?
0: But right. Maybe it makes better reality television. Yeah, I think she probably bears the brunt of like most of that, like the burden of making the she is the main character and she has been for a while. And she has to get drunk and do crazy things. And that I imagine that takes a toll on you.
3: Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. It's it's a strain suck of energy. She yeah. said it on the reunion. She too. did.
3: Oh my god, I thought that was so telling. Yeah. When she was yeah. like, It's hard being on reality TV and everyone was like tiny violins, but I think she was, she was she was trying to say something what more. What Spencer than
2: that. was saying, he's like even some of the like if you think about the villains and the people that are like out there, he's like, some of them should even just be paid more than the regular cast because yes. they're the ones that like create the environment of for the course. chaos to ensue. Yeah. And so like people 100%. will look at Spencer and be like, this guy's the villain, but without like, imagine the Hills without, without him this villain. season, right? Like what do they do? And they're just like, Hey, let's go to lunch and let's go to dinner. Right. Because like, Also
3: at this point, like it's a pretty formulaic and everybody like knows, like if you can come off well and people like you, you can have a lot of success but like you know if you're the villain or the overt villain like you're not going to be that person so like it's a fine line of like being playing it safe but being not boring and being well liked and only few people really like are able to accomplish Christine
2: all those Cavallari. things what's like a Jax Taylor she or a, um or what's the what's the other James, t- James like yes J- you can't Jax duplicate those example. people right? yeah
0: yeah uh, tr- I know he gets so much shit I'm sorry he's amazing he's Perfect TV. He's you hilarious. Can't look away. You can't look away. Mm-hmm. You can't look away.
2: And then James Kennedy comes in. It's like these two people. It's like, how do you turn away I'm from what the I'm actually really going excited
1: for Vanderpump this season. Really? Yeah, I am. Why? Well, what do you know? Well, I just think that we're going to be pleasantly surprised about the dynamics of what goes on. And I think if you're getting scared, don't be. I'm, I'm actually, definitely scared. I'm excited too because it's been so long now. I miss them.
3: Yeah. I love Lala. Me too. Obsessed I just Lala.
1: can't, I could just watch her on my screen forever. You know who I like, love. So much and I like have a crush on him and I told him in front of Lala. Tom Schwartz. Randall. 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 He like I get it. He is so funny. He loves her so much. Mm. He just came on our podcast and he was crying like on the podcast about how much her alcohol addiction affected him. And he's so real and refreshing to me. Did you read her book? Yes oh my god so good and I, liked book that, I liked her book a lot it was like a
3: really easy reading but like also went below the surface of and like talking about like the alcohol and the stuff that like she had done did to randall that i, I think like none of us knew there was like some really crazy
2: he just came on and like he obviously was like crying a little bit and like it really hurt him right yeah. Like and, and, and yeah and you could see like when like that's a real relationship right of like course. it wasn't like a tv no thing.
1: That they're they're that's a ride or die couple. Yeah, I know. I
0: also just feel like if the show doesn't end up this season of Vanderpump Rules being what it needs to be, like Lala really needs to elevate and get on Beverly Hills Housewives. Yes, like she's honestly too good for this group.
1: Oh my god, I could totally. Like they're living her. in tiny
0: apartments, like and she's literally the queen of Beverly Wait, Hills. Wait, why don't
1: you guys go on um Real Housewives in New York? You know it was always like a goal of mine and that's
0: why i got <laughs> married but um now none of the housewives are married so the joke's on me but also i had been reached out to once by a casting person asking if i knew anyone and i'm like yeah me and you then i never so heard, and then good. i never heard
1: from them i would love to mix you into the crowd
0: like i think forever that was the dream but now when i when we think about reality tv like we would never do it yeah that's what michael and i said too honestly there's not nearly enough
1: money in it for like how embarrassing it is.
2: Well, <laughs> the guys never end up well on those things anyways. The husbands on the housewives, yeah. Like that's, name a husband that's ended up well. Especially
1: Also like yeah. why like hang the husband out to like, you know, like he needs to be kept in the cupboard. Yeah. Or they're like, either the husband
3: like comes off like so bad or it's like you come off bad in the way that you treat your husband. That's literally
0: <laughs> my cross to bear. Okay.
3: <laughs> but yeah.
2: you know, like I also think like why at this stage, right? Like I think there's different stages, but at this stage, both with what you've built, kind of with what we built, like, I control these environments. You You control the environment. Yeah, I need it. Yeah, there's not like, you honestly could, there's not a dollar amount that you could like, I'm like, I have a good environment now that I don't have to worry about some guy going and like, Showing me like off mic, like doing something weird totally. or whatever. Like, I just don't want, I don't need to deal with that. It's
0: not worth it. Yeah. And I think w- if like if there was a time, it would be like when we were still building our business. Yeah. And we needed it. And, and you now take we don't. risks. But now you just have like too much, too much to, to lose.
3: And
2: also, with all due respect to everybody does it, because I do partake and do watch and like obviously For huge fans. Real housewives. But <laughs> I, I don't want. And maybe this is because I'm a dad now. I don't want people coming up to my daughter and be like, "Oh, your dad is that reality guy." And I'm not saying there's anything don't wrong. Don't cry again. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, I won't cry again. Every time he I, talks like, about the baby, I he just like, I, I just think that like, there's other things I would like to be known as in her eyes. Yeah. Right. And like, not have people like put a stamp Label. of like, yeah, or that, or just say like, hey, like he has to be this thing. Like, mm. you Do know, you have I mean? because a name it comes with out that. for the baby
3: i i have a name that i really like um zach like really isn't crazy about it so i don't know how that's gonna no work. one cares what they think i, I know but like great yeah, really, literally not your decision he really cares what like he, he thinks this is like equal decisions and I, I mean I, <laughs> get, like, I don't know how i could really just i need to learn from you, you <laughs> like, how like, to just like and make like, it seem like you
1: it's you his know, idea. Well, that's not
2: true we like both came to that. like there were some names that got scrapped that we both couldn't agree on
1: what were they or are you What's gonna use What's one them? that we that we scrapped? Um, shit. What's one we scrapped?
2: I'm trying to think. I,
1: I don't think there was a lot of different names that we had for Zaza. Was Zaza like,
2: was always Zaza. We like, yeah, we. I mean, there was more like just, tradi- I think like more traditional like names. Like just
1: conversation or, of names yeah. that he shut down. Like when I said prune.
2: Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm
1: <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> oh man, I used yeah. to eat prunes when I was constipated as a kid. No, prune. <laughs>
2: no, there was another prune was prune one. Prune because
1: I feel like it's
0: like... <laughs> Looking at me I'm like so glad I you shut down, the name down your all I shut down all items Bostic, It's
2: kinda cute I shut down all items She doesn't like it's it she
1: not terrible. All <laughs> items All
2: <laughs> items from her cuz I, like, I
1: think that's good a Yeah. Good I like a super unique name that's one or two syllables because I like it to be easy for consumers to pronounce There's nothing worse when you don't know if someone's name is like Twenty, Like, you don't yeah. know how to say yes. it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever of heard course. a name like that that you just don't know how to say? Yeah. Like, I wanted it. Like, what if she wants to launch her own brand? Of course. Like, it's No, so she's easy. an
3: icon. Like, she's born an icon. Do you guys? She, like, I
1: wanted a, a new name that no one was using, but easy to pronounce. Do you guys watch Friends? Accomplished.
2: Friends? No, I was more of a Uh-oh. Seinfeld person.
0: Okay, because when Rachel and Ross have a baby, there's this episode. It's actually the funniest episode of television ever, and you guys are Rachel and Ross. Like, Rachel wants weird names like Sandrine. <laughs> And uh, Ross just wants, like, normal names like Darwin and, like, James. (laughs) And it's literally the funniest episode, and they land on the name Ruth because it's a family name. And at the end of the episode, when they finally name on it, they're like, okay, we'll have ourselves a little baby Ruth. Oh! And then they never had the, They never named the kid Ruth because of the candy bar? The, but they had the oh, baby, right? Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Oh, baby can, Ruth. It's a candy bar. But I got it. She, I got After it. this whole episode, they finally land on a name, and they're like, "Baby Ruth." I need to
1: watch Friends and Seinfeld.
2: Lauren's extremely flamboyant. You, you don't. Friends. You
1: don't need to watch Friends. Oh. So yes, she you she
2: sometimes needs some editing? In my opinion, like she's so like I'm like we are not going with Prune. I will literally prune throw myself cute. off if a bridge. If someone
1: <laughs> listening names their baby Prune, will you tag me in it? Prune is a cute. Can name. I say it's kind of growing on me? Thank It's growing on me. Prune is it's. Chic. I know, but
0: like, I just think naming your kid after food is just a slippery. I'm not slope. naming
1: it after food. Are you kidding? I'm naming it because the Olsen twins, when they pose for a picture, say yes. "prune" to suck their buckles right. in. Right. <laughs> That's all I was saying to him. Prune. Mm. Yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I kind of turned around on it. No, no. I see where prune I see where you're coming
3: suffer. from. Anyways, we have a lot of prunio, prunio. <laughs> Ruby. oh yeah. No, so so we are having a boy, which you know. Oh, wait, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. you announced boy. I did. in Patreon. Like, our Patreon blog. I just oh came out God, with it because I figured at some point I would like be talking about the baby and I would just like spill it anyway. So I just was like let's put it all out there. So but but like boy girl names are just more fun to think about. Uh, maybe because I would agree with that. So. It's definitely – and we didn't start thinking about names until we knew the gender because I was like, I don't want to, like, get excited about a name if that's not what it's going to be. So it's
2: – Don't name your son Prune. I will not. <laughs> no, I
3: mean, no. I'm I'm probably – I'm more of, like, a, <laughs> Pru of a classic name. Like, I I want a name that was around 100 years ago and will be around 100 years from now. You
1: need a name that you can call. So when you pick your name, like, let's say you're going to name, like, your kid Prune. Prune. <laughs> I dinner's feel ready <laughs> I feel like that. you need to like use it in context or like like oh no prune pooped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i feel that because like honestly in our house Olivia and Claudia are very similar so like if you miss if someone was being called down for dinner you didn't know if it was Olivia or Claudia because the ia at the end was like making it confusing but like why are you guys all having dinner at the same time okay not Cla- <laughs> for me it was like Claudia you got a zero on your test like you're in trouble like you know what I mean <laughs> no, th- th- again there was no
1: confusion about who it was. yeah of
0: course Olivia did not get it fine <laughs>
1: fuck okay that's a fair point you have to use your name though in sentences you can't just name the name that's a like a really good point okay that's a good tip Start walking around referencing the baby as a certain name. Yeah, but like to feels. me, I have that name and just like Zach is just like, so start using the name like like in front of Zach, how you would use it. I you like
2: know. traditional old names though.
1: Me too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think there's something like classic and elegant and strong about them. Yeah, it's
3: but as, as long as it's guys. something that's like still contemporary, yeah, it's really about like history and just like your own family history. Yep. I, I think it's just like so cool to think about like your ancestors and like if one of them were like roaming
1: around. And saw that like this little baby right. is named in some way for them. By the way, Mister Fucking Opinionated like thinks he's the creator director. Like he won't let me just even like to pick that's like
2: strong editor a pillow
1: that's my a strong pillow editor. on the couch. That's like my, let that's... me pick my fucking pillow on my couch. Same. It's, I, have... I don't want you to have an opinion about creative. that's not true. She
2: put on she was gonna wear this um, olive shirt today that would have just completely not worked. By like, the way, I don't, I don't think it so. Tells <laughs> me
1: like like uh, Kanye literally Kanye he goes the other day mm, I think we need to edit your closet like better style it's than so me. Kim Kanye like it is Kanye vibes well um You can say it. He doesn't think I have style. I I think
2: like taste is a real thing.
1: I do have taste.
2: I'm not saying you don't have taste. I'm saying I have taste. I don't have style and I don't and I can't I'm not a creative but I think I have taste. I put so much
1: energy towards what I wear. Like it's just not like it's boring to me, to be honest. I completely agree. I put my energy towards other Yeah, I don't I just if someone could just tell me what to wear, I would just wear it. I I don't want to think about it. Like I don't really, I I don't have a handbag right now. I didn't bring my wallet money. Like here's (laughs) how I explain it. You know, when you,
2: when you walk into a place and you're like, Oh my God, like something just is not, doesn't feel good in here. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) It's like, it's off. And then you go to another place. You're like, damn! Like whoever did these this, like like I have yes, I have good feelings here. Like that. He's I, saying
1: like, that about my clothes.
2: No, 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 I'm not. By the
1: way, these pajamas, um, pants are from Amazon. They were ten dollars. Oh, love I that. He's gonna get mad. I love your shoes. Ten dollars. I wear these shoes every day. I'm like, I just can't like. Be or like bothered. you
2: walk into a beautiful place and then like the music is he's completely counter to what the place is.
1: is. Okay, that's yeah. like a really
0: niche issue, but
2: sure. Yeah, but it's but it fucks the senses. Were,
3: I
1: guess you were he's,
0: complaining about that recently, wasn't? At the party.
3: We'll
1: michael
2: party. puts a real it was emphasis.
1: A
0: party we needed music
1: <laughs> we I always do music no it's five senses you gotta have uh, here's my thing you gotta have movement mm-hmm. so movement to me is a fountain in the house or a sexy oil diffuser that's like going up like the caterpillar smoking his uh-huh. hookah and you gotta have the right smell smell my baby shower i scented i scented it in cotton candy so when you walked in, you immediately smelled cotton candy. The scent is important. And you also have to have music. You have to have music. Of course. Of course. Sorry to get so specific.
0: No, that's okay. I feel that that's 100%. That's what I'm wasting my energy it's on. It's like when
2: home. you walk into someone's home. Like, it, And like, there's some homes you go in, it's like chaotic. and Everything's all oh, you don't yeah, know. And like some course. are like, wow, this is like just a flow. You just feel like immediately at ease. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's true. It's just hard to get it
0: all right all the time. Yeah, like yeah. we used to keep buying candles like after they
1: run out. <laughs> yeah. Give
2: <'Cause> me <laughs> the time or the money? <laughs> so people are listening to me like, what a fucking asshole. No, literally. <laughs> the just smell. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, before, my final question for you, Lauren, is what I find it so interesting is like I feel like for the most part, you said you've been blogging for 13 years. I feel like everyone who's been on the internet for a while has like slowly left their blogs behind, but your blog is like such an integral part of your brand. Can you talk about like why you did that?
1: I... I'm not going to abandon ship on the thing that I think sort of put the brand on the map. I think a lot of people maybe were blogging for monetary reasons and like, sure, that's an element of it, but I love to write. I love to create blog content. And I think that for me, my community wants to see very detailed and with the blog, you get that.
0: Yeah. And you can't on on social. Yeah.
1: And I, there's this book called the slight edge and it's like, you never want to stop doing what, gave your brand traction in the beginning and like sure you can like i'll i'll micro blog through instagram story all the time like i'll write little like blog posts sort of on instagram story but if i just abandon that part and just took a picture of myself in the mirror that's not staying true to what the blog started as there always has to be something that's like a valuable takeaway to not waste people's time so the Mm. blog is still a thing for me i think that's really you'll
2: respect this like doing Mm stand-up like it's the it's you know those comedians that started like incredible comedians and they kind of abandon that like now they're actors or whatever and they stop doing the stand-up and all of a sudden you're like what what happened to your you know well
0: because they say like if you can do stand-up like you can do anything like and and that's true but i think that like to not hone that craft and like consistently do it is a huge mistake but you're right like that's actually what happens with most comedians who blow up overnight
2: yeah they stop doing the thing and then all of a sudden it's like
0: they want to be movie stars and and that's great but that's always what we say. Like, I hate when my thing, like Jackie Joke said, I literally, like, say the same five things every episode. But Here's one of them. Here's one of them. I can't wait. Um, I hate <laughs> when... <laughs> now I'm, like, nervous. I hate when people hate the thing that made them famous. Yes. I hate when Hannah Montana, like, miley yes. hates Hannah. I just, like... And, like, when they do interviews, they really want to talk about their new project and, like, not the project everyone actually wants to talk about. Like, By the way, no one really one of my wants to hear piece. about
1: a project either. Like, talk about something that's, like the whole yes which includes that piece. my right. thing is like if you go on a podcast and you just have interesting conversation not about your pro- project people will go seek you out of yes course. they will go find you when if you're a compelling come on, so promotional it's like it's boring. And, no, and then it's like you put it
3: all like your eggs in this one project and then like whatever six months from now it's the next project. And how is this always the thing that, that totally
1: encapsulates you right. whereas oh
3: the thing before did not. There's and nothing then there's worse a than after. a podcast
1: guest that comes on and all they want to do is pimp themselves out. The audience right. can smell it. Everyone can smell the bullshit. The gut. It's not interesting for the hosts. Like. Just come on and just be a compelling person. And if someone wants to go seek you out, they will. hundred yeah. percent.
2: Have 100%. you guys been following what's been going on with like Jake Paul and those guys? Do you ever follow that a little bit?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Like okay.
2: So like he started as a Disney kid, and I think he's such a marketing genius because he's gone and now he's doing all these fights. Mm-hmm. But one of the things he just put up on his feed the other day was like him doing the old like Disney waving one. Yeah, and he's I like he's so like, look at what this Disney kid's gonna do. And when he goes to his events, he wears like the Gucci Disney thing. And I'm like, that is a smart way to take something smart. that propels you and continue it forward, but also transitioning and evolving into something else. I doesn't a love
0: a fan of the Paul brothers like I know that they're controversial I think that they're so smart and I think what they've done is so like unbelievable like he literally fought Floyd Mayweather like that's insane yeah it is
1: insane what he's done is he's he's they're selling out stadiums and hate them love them they are smart
0: and successful.
1: They're like the male versions of the Kardashians. Yes. Yeah.
0: And people like think that they're a joke and and they just keep going, they keep training and they're like decent fucking fighters. Like they don't, Oh, the they, guys
2: these, those kids can crack. Yeah.
0: He stayed in the entire fight with Floyd Mayweather. Like he didn't win, but
1: I think they also do a good example of doing the slight edge, but they also know how to evolve at the same time and that is a finesse.
0: And I think that's really like Logan. I think Logan like grew up like was way more famous than Jake and like it all just happened so fast for him and he just became a prick. And I think he learned like in a hard way, like how to, you know, come back down to earth. And, and I don't know him at all. This is just like what I gather from following. I think he's like a, a much more evolved, like mature person.
1: Yeah. And there has to be room for that for evolution. And there has to be room. There has to be like room to f- grow. forgive and grow. Like th- th- there's got to be room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're
0: all entitled to a. a to grow up and make mistakes I
1: just said something the other day to someone they said well you said you know six months ago that you didn't like this and now you do and I just wrote back I changed my mind no like you. and can't. that is my new thing for 2022 I changed my mind and I'm allowed to change my mind how about that by the way literally, that's how minds work part <laughs> literally and part of the reason I did not
0: want to write a book was be like I changed my mind about everything every day and I'm like I'm gonna write a whole book and then I bet I'll read it in a year and be like embarrassed that I have these opinions like so I literally put it in my book i'm like i'm just saying like i know that i might say, say something in this book and then a, a in a year on the podcast say something completely contradictory but that's because i change my mind all the time and that's fine i don't know where we got to this point that you have, can't change they have your to mind. be like, consistent with every opinion you've ever had you yeah.
2: know what it's like on a micro level have you ever you know you, you're in, you're like, you have a certain style and you're wearing that style I think you look so great and like four years later you look back and you're like, yes. what the hell was I doing? That's and at the time you thought you looked so fire. That's
0: in my book, the gaucho pants. <laughs> yeah. Used to literally, I would get in trouble for wearing the same pants every day and Like they'd be like, you have to put them in the wash. I used to wear these gaucho pants all the time and like, could you see me wearing Gaucho pants right now? I mean, I think you
1: should bring them back. Michael would kill you. I had a Jackie spiky tried.
2: hairstyle with like the old, like so much gel and like spiking on it. At yeah. the time, I was like, damn, I look cool.
0: You probably did. Whoa.
3: <laughs> no, but
2: I look, <laughs> no, I look but back now and I'm like, oh. the perfect
0: example of it. Yeah. Well, Things you guys change. are just the best. you. And thank you for coming song. on the show. Please, I'm going to give you the next kind of 30 seconds to a minute.
1: Promote anything you want. You guys can follow me at Lauren Bostick. We just did a podcast with you guys, which is not up yet, but it will be up. You've both been on our podcast two times. So if you guys want to go listen to that. Oh, yeah. Remember we sang a duet. Oh, what did we sing? Yeah, Little Mermaid. Yeah, we sang our duet. Oh, my
0: memory, I have, n- I have no idea what you guys are talking about. We
1: sat at a huge round table. I remember
0: mm-hmm. the podcast. I don't remember singing. I remember you wearing a flannel, a red flannel.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't remember Do that. Yeah, she was. Michael probably hated it. Um <laughs> Yeah, and my product line at the Skinny Confidential lymphatic oh. drainage, deep puff the fuck out of your face. I'm sending each of you one. Can
0: I get an ice
1: roller? Yeah, Olivia's obsessed with it. I'm gonna send you an Olivia's ice roller. Olivia's obsessed with it. And she sits oil. in her bed. You FaceTime her.
0: She's ice rolling 24 seven with the Skinny Confidential ice roller. Oh, that makes
3: sense. I so love happy. mine, and you know who loves it? Brew. He, oh, my dog, like loves when I do it. I don't do it a lot, but I like. He's always
1: trying to. He wants lymphatic drainage. He does. He He needs to be grounding and everything.
0: Yeah, he's well-groomed. Wait, before we wrap up, can we just talk about how you changed your Instagram from The Skinny Confidential to Lauren Bossig, and then you gave that username to your own brand, which I thought was so smart.
1: And now you have a line of skincare. So I had Anne the Skinny was like, which was a place where consumers could go and find, like, Amazon finds. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and I did that, like, knowing I was going to launch a brand. So the people that were following along were people who – um, you know, enjoyed like I, I don't. I don't like to push things on people. They enjoy shopping products, mm, right? And so when it was time to switch to the product line, we switched that to at the Skinny Confidential, and now I am Lauren Bostick. Sometimes That's crazy. It's sometimes no. Efforts.
3: I just changed mine to Jackie Ashray in like six months ago, and it was the best thing I ever did. She, yeah. she
0: was Jackie O problems for Stop.
3: whatever.
2: I, I, I liked would, that name though.
3: I liked it like for it served a purpose, but ever since I've changed it,
0: like I have not looked back.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm, Michael, don't
0: look back. It oh, was things. emblematic of the time when you made it, but now it's like we've evolved yeah. on social so much. Oh by like, the way,
1: hot tip really quick, sorry, another yeah. one. Get your baby's Instagram handle the second the baby's Does born. Does it have an Instagram? I would only do yes, that so that like someone post. doesn't take well, it. Well, here's the thing.
2: People get really mad about this. Like, I've seen people get mad that we did that. We don't post anything about the baby. There's, But like I'm just... I, I well, mean, we listen. post
1: a little bit on my stories, but she doesn't post here's on the thing, Instagram. But right. it's just so that she has it when there she There are wants. some yeah, assholes
2: out there that'll just do yeah. things to take... Like, As-
1: assholes.
2: Yeah, if you put yourself out in the... In a public light, like they're gonna go and like I took the name, I, like, you even buy the name. So I'm yeah. like, like, before we got every mm-hmm. name, I was like, you want to do anything? If she wants it later, she can have it. If she doesn't, doesn't matter.
1: That's so smart. Michael, I was like smart. pushing on the table, and Michael's like, I got her name. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. That's important. That's actually but a really good piece of advice. No, but
2: I mean, like I think people. I mean. I don't want to have a fight with someone later and have to like bribe some dude or to give yeah, me that, to get the my username. kid's name you know yeah yeah she doesn't have to use it maybe I mean, she doesn't want to do it that's a good business
1: all. if you want to start a business totally. just steal celebrities and influencers baby names um, <laughs> well you guys are the best thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me and us. you
0: guys we'll see you tomorrow bye bye